Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of What You Doin'? And it is me, your expert parallel parker. It is Felipe. Hello, everyone. How are you doing? I'm good, Felipe. How are you? Um, and as always, I'm joined with, by an amazing crew. He never has a fake beard and never has a fake mustache either. It is Will Davis, comma, Will. Will, I messed up my own joke. How do you feel about that? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling great. Feeling great. Uh, it was supposed to be he may have a fake beard, but he never has a fake mustache. You know, leave it all in. Leave it all in. Uh, no, it, it, we're a little bit weird this week. We usually record early in the week, and now we're recording on a Friday, Friday, Friday. Um, and I, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. I am very excited. And it's not going to happen. I was going to try to pull up my favorite sound effect of the week. Uh, Navi saying, stop, that I included in the last podcast at the end. But it is Miss Clubhouse Queen herself, Navi. Navi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I will say, I don't know if this is a hot take, but I think that these two episodes were the best Candace episodes we've seen so far. Best so there Candace episodes? Maybe. Best episodes? Absolutely not. Enjoyed the episodes, but we can get yeah. into it. And we, we can't do this episode alone. We touched the orange goose, so we need a psychedelic zebra to join us. Jacob, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I hope that by the end of this, I find the true treasure of friendship, or if nothing else, a nice uh, beard. Yeah, I feel like I feel like everyone here of the men can grow a beard. I don't know. I nope. cannot. Yes, I absolutely not, not. Jacob, I saw you a few weeks ago, and you hadn't shaved for like three months. And that's as good as it gets. And that is just gross. Like I can get to the level where it's like, ooh, he should shave, but not to the level where it's like, oh no, he can keep that. So I, I cannot actually. Well, I'm surprised uh, but I, I appreciate that you believe in me. I do believe in you, Jacob. You need to believe in yourself. No, this, this mustache, uh, 10 months in the making. I shaved the mustache in 10 months. Um, my beard just looks nasty anytime it goes longer than like two weeks well i I color me surprised (laughs) yeah Um, let's be real i would have the best beard out of us all just saying 
drag these men, Navi. I want the beard that was like like the the plaid printed beard that they had. The one that Ferb was wearing that that was like patterned to it. That that's a beard I would I would want. Do you yeah. think either of them, if we followed them up now, would have a beard? I feel like Ferb would. Agreed. Well, well, uh, <laughs> this was one of, one of my favorite lines in the episode was when Phineas was talking about getting a beard and Valjee was like, you don't even have a chin. <laughs> uh, so I don't think he could have a beard. I would love to see it. I would love to see how that looks. I don't think that Ferb could pull one off either, though. I think that we're probably mm-hmm. best if they don't even try. I feel like Valjee could have a beard potentially. He's I'm sure our, there's fan art out there. Yeah, he's okay. our best candidate. Who, which cartoon so. character would grow the best beard, and why is it Danny Phantom? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I could see that. Danny Phantom. I could also see Jimmy Neutron. Sheen. And it. Ooh, Sheen. yeah. Jimmy Neutron's beard would have the same little swirl to it that the top of his hair has. Like so. Yeah. Cool. I could Not see Carl it. though. Not Carl. No. If Carl had a beard, it'd be a very gross one. Yeah. Carl would have a neck beard. Undoubtedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as always, we're here to talk about beards. And no. Uh, <laughs> what episodes are we talking about? It's a mud, 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 mud world and a uh, ballad of bad beard. Yeah. Um, so, Jacob, first off, what is your history of Phineas and Ferb? I think I've I think I've said this before, but you know I'll uh, I'll let everyone know that this is the show that me and my sister could agree on. Uh, it wasn't the show that we liked the most, but it's the show that like when we got home and like I couldn't get what I wanted, which was like Wizards of Waverly Place because I actually love Selena Gomez, or um, when she couldn't get what she wanted, which was like I don't know like terrible 16. shows. Sixteen, yeah. We would like settle. We'd be like, fine. We're watching Phineas and Ferb. We are like gonna pretend in our backyard that we're as cool as them. So I feel like this was like the show that like brought me and my sister together. And I feel like when I like watch these episodes, I'll remember. I'll be like, oh, that's when we tried this thing and it did not work because we're actual children. So it really brought me back. So I need to pause and call you out because only a real Selena Gomez fan would know that this also aired on the Disney Channel. So if you were trying to watch Wizards of Waverly Plays at the same time as Phineas and Ferb, that would not work. What? Oh, uh, this was on the same we, we, had, we had a DVR. Okay. So actually, uh, not everyone wrong. had a DVR growing up. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I almost didn't even say it. I almost just like accepted that I was wrong, but no, like it did make sense. You and Sarah Ferguson can start the Selena Gomez stand podcast. Oh yeah. Sarah, Sarah's still upset with you, Navi, because Navi said Selena Gomez doesn't have any good songs. She's not a good singer. I disagree. I mean, like, out of all great singers, like, she's not a great singer. Out of, like, random people who's, like, trying to do a song on the Disney Channel, she's, like, pretty good. I don't know. I just find her to be very bland. On the topic of Selena Gomez, did we know that Ryan Elder wrote the theme song? Of Woods is a Wolverine Place? Nope. No. I, knew he, I knew he wrote the Rick and Morty one. That's, I, I found that out recently after our podcast. That's so cool. And he was like, well, I'm glad I got second because <laughs> someone someone snitch tagged him in the, <laughs> in the Wizards, when Wizards of River Place lost. Um, yeah. So would, would, that have, would that have changed it at all going in if you had known that it was his? Probably not. Honestly, like I can, I can respect his work and say it was 
it's a, like a great theme song without like being like I I enjoy some others more than this. Like I don't know. I feel like it's one of the, it's one of those things like like on the uh, a lot of the cooking shows where they they make you do like a blind taste test so you don't see who cooked the food so you're judging based yeah. on yeah just the food. I I I think it's better that that you were unbiased going into it. Yeah, they should probably, make yeah. They they should make a show with songs where it's like a blind taste test. That's a good concept. We should voice. we pitch that to a network? It was a, yeah. <laughs> I, I was joking, Felipe. That's all right. It was a dumb joke anyway. Uh, classic us, classic us. But, <laughs> um, what is podcasting if not dumb jokes persevering? <laughs> uh, anyways, so who who's taking us through? It's a mud 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 world. Oh, I hope it's me because I wrote the summary in my notes for this one and not the other one. Okay, good. <laughs> it's not me. Uh, so uh, just just broad overview of, of It's a Mud, 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 Mud World is uh, Phineas and Ferb are helping Candace learn how to drive by making her drive in this monster truck rally. Meanwhile, uh, Dr. Doofenshmirtz has invented his own line of monster trucks that actually look like monsters. Uh, and he's invented the monster truck awayinator to get rid of all of the competition so he can sell these monster trucks to these uh, evil investors. What is this? What is this on the screen right now? Jacob with a beard. <laughs> I was going to wait until we got there, Felipe. I was just getting people ready. I have a story. I have a story about this episode that I was going to share. This can wait. Sorry. I, I just wanted to send it so I didn't have to like find it when it was time mm-hmm. yeah no, I, to- I had to i had to tell my my mom that if she comes home be quiet because i'm podcasting and then i get this text mm-hmm. from jacob like what is this i had to be like okay <laughs> anyways will sorry for interrupting you no uh so any any big thoughts before before we go into uh summarizing these two storylines here i feel like we could talk about it later but i want to bring it up now what was your parallel parking portion of the driving test like because for me we just had to we had to do it with one car in front of us like the first car I don't know if that was just the Massachusetts thing but just the first car not even the back car so then don't you just back into the spot so basically they were like oh no you have to do it the perfect way you have to like pull up to the to the to the window and then back up and then once you get to the gas tank you have to turn 45 degrees and then pull in backwards that's what they did but they was like there's no car behind you so huh and i feel like that stresses me out when you're trying to street park in boston because i never learned how to properly parallel park they didn't judge that harshly so speaking of not judging it harshly in in the state of oklahoma there was a time from uh what would this have been 11 there, there was about a a, a i don't know year-long window around the year 2011 in which uh, they didn't require parallel parking on the driver's exam. That happened to be when my 16th birthday was. Uh, so I never had to parallel park. Uh, they didn't teach it to me in driving school. They didn't test me on it on the driving test. Uh, I kind of understand how it works, but I've never had to do it. Uh, wow. My brother, who is like just a year and a half younger than me, Neat he did have Sam. to do it. And uh, this was Sam. Uh, and he failed his test on the first time because of parallel parking, uh, which, to be fair, I probably would have as well, but uh, <laughs> they didn't test me on it. So. 
It's kind of wild. That's like uh, an experience that I feel like everyone shared that you didn't get to do. Cause like, it's such a, it's such a, like a high school thing. It's like, Oh, like I'm, I, I don't remember. I was like very nervous about uh, taking the test. I, like I failed the first time cause I couldn't parallel park. Like, I think you've really missed out on a moment. You should do it right now. See, I've well, not right now. Driving test. I'm going to hold that as a, as a bragging right. Cause I usually fail everything else. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i i was not very good at it i am not a very like purposeful driver which is like probably a terrible thing to be fine what you mean by that like i i'm safe like i I don't like crash actively but like i'm not really thinking about what i'm doing as i'm driving i'm just kind of like yeah yeah i'm just kind of like going through the motions and so like parallel parking you actually have to like focus on what you're doing and I just like never get it right. I always go up on the curb or like hit the car in front of me. It's terrible. I'll, I'll like, if I need to parallel park and there's someone else in the car, I will get out of the car and ask them to do it for me. I am the kind of parallel parker who parks like an inch, a few inches off the curb. Like I am like <laughs> way too far. And then I have to do it all over again. And I get anxious because then cars are coming up behind me. I'm like, listen, I can do this. I just need more space because I don't know. They need to make the, the curbs bigger. The curbs bigger? Not the curbs. The, the line the line between the driving area and the parking area bigger. Mm-hmm. Mm. More of a cushion. I also, like, I, I was driving a minivan when I got my license. So it's, like, always been an adjustment because I feel like that was a different kind of, like, I had to parallel park there. And then now when I don't have that big of a car, it's, like, kind of annoying. Anyways, Navi, what are they doing in Winnipeg? Well, in Manitoba, parallel parking is a requirement. I honestly like aced it on my first try. Uh, so I don't get what the hubbub is. I didn't see what was so hard about it. I mean, granted, I've never <laughs> had to use it since I learned how to drive, but still. <laughs> Yikes. You should have gone first so I could have not told my story because I feel bad that I'm so <laughs> intimidated. I still don't do men. it. Yeah. This episode yeah. is just well, not a <laughs> Well, to be fair, I was like very lazy. So we had like the driver's ed program at our school. So I took it when I was about 16 or 17, but I didn't get my license until I was like 18 or 19 because I was lazy. And then my mom finally yelled at me and she was like, get your license. And I'm like, okay. And I didn't even, uh, I was not going to initially go and get lessons. My mom's like, you should drive around again just to like freshen up or refresh your memory. I'm like, okay, fine. I took a couple of uh, test runs with the driver instructor. She was like, I don't know why you called me. Just go take the fucking test, you loser. And then I took the <laughs> test and they were like, wow, you're a failure. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm sorry. That's, that is a, like a failure hilarious- for I aced the test. Like, I think I only had like two demerits or whatever. But they were like, why are you, like, why are you, you? Why did it take you this long? It, that's a hilarious concept to not do the par- or not do the driving test without like practicing first. Like so there are some tests that you can like, you know, not study for, but a driving test is like one of the ones that I feel like you, it's like mandatory that you practice before doing. Honestly, not studying for tests has been my MO since like middle school. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And somehow I've still like managed to get away with it and I turned out okay. Navi, the definition of cutting corners. Yes. yes. But not Anything while driving. Not zero. while driving. 
Yes. Yeah. Well, I barely drive now that I've moved. I walk everywhere. Though sometimes my boss will let me take his car to like go to places, and I'm like, "You trust me with this?" Mm-hmm. And he's yeah. like, "Okay." I mean, you are his his un- unofficial child. I mean, basically, yeah, it's true. I am their unofficial child, but yeah, still, never forget. That's Nobby a lot of trust. Running back and forth. also, everything's like a five minute drive. I can't manage to fuck up in that span of time. Mm-hmm. I'm sure right. there are people that do, but I'd like to think I'm not one of those. I people. know a few people. I won't. I won't expose them, but I do know a few people. Jacob's met. Jacob? No, no, not him. But yeah, Jacob's met met some of these people. Um, Ooh, tell me off the podcast. I will tell you off the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but uh, anyways, the seventy five dollar uh, patrons can hear me, hear the people <laughs> driving. Navi, never forget when you ran back and forth to try to be on Renap. <laughs> yeah, that that was a moment. Yes, that's almost a we year. We don't talk about that. It's been almost a year from that moment. Yeah, it'll be a year in May. Yeah. But we don't talk about that. I'd like to forget that ever happened. Okay. You know who else would like to forget things would ever happen? Linda, whenever the cook, <laughs> the lead chef in her class comes to mm-hmm. remind her that she can't have cell phones. And Linda always doesn't listen. Well, to be fair, um, he also had his cell phone on. Yeah, so no, he's a hypocrite. Part. I love that they couldn't get Alice and Janie in this episode. Yeah. Yeah, she was just kind of in the background to Charlene. Yeah. Non-speaking cameo. Which I don't know if that counts. Is I feel like it doesn't count for the for the character to get paid. I, I don't think she gets paid for that. Yeah. I would. I would. You should imagine. not get. You it's should not get paid for someone else drawing it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's not like she animated Charlene. Like she did none of the work to like draw her and animate her in that episode. She literally just does the voice. So there's no way she got paid for this. Mm-hmm. Are we ready t- for me to summarize what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I almost forgot there was an episode at play. Here. Uh okay. So Phineas and Ferb were in the backyard. Uh they're racing their their toy monster trucks, which which they rigged to go at light speed uh and and linda leaves to go to her cooking class with charlene and and she sees it, she sees that they're they're racing these these monster trucks uh but you can't see them because they're going so fast so she's like oh you you get your creativity from your father and it cuts to lawrence who's a paint by number uh, and and that's that's his creative <laughs> expression is, is painting by number uh, which I think might be my my favorite bit in the episode later with the the paint by numbers where uh, he's he's doing this portrait of the queen and and he like kisses the queen after he's done doing it and smudges the mouth uh, and then he he puts the portrait over next to all these other paintings that he had done and all of them have smudges on the mouth in the same way. That's my favorite bit of the episode. Yeah, that that was that was quite funny. I like the idea that like uh, he doesn't even notice either because he keeps the paint on his face for a bit. So like it's not even like the paint is like uh, some sort of like disutility. He just he's he's just there for it. Mm-hmm. the queen off your face. Love that. Yeah, I will say there was like an almost like that's what she said moment when Phineas is like, "You've got the queen on your mouth." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what was the line that he said? He like he's like, "I love painting." or whatever that was a funny line yeah that was cute too yeah uh so meanwhile uh candace is on the phone with stacy stacy calls and and candace is like despair speaking 
she's she's all kinds of distraught because uh, she does not know how to parallel park, cannot figure out how to parallel park, uh, and is and is bound to fail her her driver's test because of it. I love the flashback, and then when she also recreates it with the phone, she's like. Ah! I feel like they have to just reuse that one scream sound effect that Ashley Tisdale did in one episode and they're just like, oh, yeah. we're just going to keep it forever. I will say that does sound like a car alarm, like her just going, ah, 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 or like, a, <laughs> um, like an alarm clock going off. I'm pretty sure that's someone alarm, someone's alarm clock or ringtone. I'm going to make it mine tomorrow and I'll let you know how shocking it is when I wake up to it. <laughs> Uh, so the the boys are are sitting outside of Candace's room whenever she says this, and and they said we gotta we gotta help Candace build build her confidence in driving. So to do that, we're gonna build a monster truck arena, uh, because what what better way to learn how to drive than than a monster truck? Uh, so so Lawrence he calls Linda while she's at the cooking the cooking class to make sure that that. You know, she's okay with this. It's like, you know, the boys have monster trucks in the backyard, right? And she says, you're, you're just as bad as Candace. Uh, I love that. I love that line, the little dig at Candace and being like, you're just as bad as Candace. And poor Lawrence. Also, like, my question is, they don't care. So this establishes that they don't care if they get busted, right? Yeah, I don't Who's think they've they? never, like... Phineas and Ferb. Because they yeah. literally just show their dad what they do every day. Yeah, I don't think they really care. And to be honest, even if Linda saw it, I genuinely don't think she would care either. <laughs> and this one's, like, in support of Candace getting what she wants. Like, this one's, like, a very nice one to do. It's not like mm-hmm. they're, like, sometimes they do stuff where it's, like, maybe kids shouldn't be doing this. I guess kids shouldn't be running a monster truck rally. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, this one seems, like, you know, probably okay for kids. Yeah, and, and we've seen in a lot of these episodes, they will tell Linda exactly what they're going to do, and Linda doesn't even believe it coming from them. So, like, I, I don't think they're concerned with getting caught in the least. But in this episode, she actually has, like, a total excuse, because, like, th- uh, they had already said that they were playing with these trucks, and so she just must be like, oh, they're imagining. Like, this one's the best one to think from her perspective, because it's just, like, mm-hmm. nothing is, yeah, they probably think it's all imagination. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, you know, she thinks they have these imaginary monster trucks. So when Lawrence is like monster trucks, she's like, yeah, same monster trucks. I know, I I <laughs> saw them or or didn't see them. Uh, so the the uh, monster truck rally starts. Candace is driving with with Lawrence in the passenger seat, and he's he's all you know suited up in in like this pillow suit, and he's he's like grabbing onto the the handle i don't know if you do you all call it the oh shit handle or is this just just something that What's i've heard oh shit I should call that's it a the you thing so so okay Describe people it. people out there who have ever ridden in a car and you you know on on the side seats there's this handle right above the door uh that you can use to hang things on but also if the driver is particularly reckless you can you can grab on this handle um, so you don't get thrown about the, the vehicle. Um, yeah. and, and I think the I've driver's heard it referred teacher. to as the, the oh shit handle. I've never heard it as that, but I've heard like the death grip handle or like, like okay. the, something like, I have never called it that. Probably when I ride with Jacob one day, I will. 
That's a good name for it. And yeah, like I will say my mom uses that handle anytime I drive. It like, it kind of makes me upset because like, I don't think I'm that unsafe, but like she will go like two hands on it, like clutching to it for dear life. So uh, I'll have to let her know it's called the oh shit handle. Much like Lawrence here, he was he was grabbing on it for dear life so much that he pulled it off by the end of by the end of the the monster truck rally here. Yeah, but Jacob, does your mom wear like pillows around her to protect her abdomen? Uh, no, not quite. Uh, she's never gone that far. Maybe like when we're on a road trip, she actually would have a pillow in front of her. So maybe maybe she would. Um, but no, normally your- just the two hands on the handle are enough. What's the biggest stressor for you when driving? Because for me, it's when my mom backseat drives, 100%. Mm. She's like, turn on your, like, turn left or whatever. I'm like, which left? You're not, like, go straight. And then it's like a three, like a fork in the road where it's like a left and then a second left and then a right. And I'm like, which left? And then I go down the right one and she gets, flips out. That's, that's for me. I think my biggest stressor is when people are like going into the fast lane and then braking because I'm like fully expecting that they're going to go fast and then they stop going fast. And I'm like, well, that's both unfortunate and I was not expecting it. Yeah, I, I, uh, traffic that's moving fast is, is terrifying to me. Um, all this this constant like looking over my shoulder to make sure i can i can merge lanes it's also annoying when there's you're stuck like i think this is what you're saying when you're stuck in traffic and you're trying to like get in coming into traffic yeah you're trying to squeeze in and then all these aggressive people are like no i'm like i literally need to get in you're gonna cause a scene see well i actually have a great piece of advice for you if you're the fastest car on the road you never have to look behind you Mm, that's smart yeah it, it works every time. I never have to adjust my mirrors because I never need to know what's behind me. I'll just go faster than all the other cars. And well, I think now- Well, as long as you're not breaking like the speed zones, then it should be okay. No, I, I would, I, I'm, yeah, I probably should not admit to like laws that I've broken. Uh, it's so okay, freely. you can admit that you speed. Uh, just I, say I, the word allegedly and, and okay, it's all yes. fine. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I allegedly speed everywhere I go. I'm the opposite. I'm like an old grandpa. <laughs> I, I just like, I'm like, okay, now it is time to turn. And then I turn. And then I only go into the fast lane if I need to turn left. For me, it's stressful when I'm like on the highway and then I'm like, I need to go faster because that's the flow of the traffic. But then like, technically I'm above the speed limit. And then it's always those highways that the cops just like linger around. ACAD. And um <laughs> It's just stressful because I'm like, I could go faster because the flow of the traffic is going faster, but like technically I don't want to go above the speed limit and get a ticket. That would be the worst. Honestly, advice from expert driver Navi over here. Just don't care. Just do your own Mm -hmm. thing. Everything will work out. I personally just go on autopilot most of the time because I know where I'm going and it's like a five minute drive. So it's fine. But I don't know. You live in places where everything's like an hour away from you. So I think you just gave some great advice. Like, just don't worry and everything will be fine. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think don't worry and everything would be fine. is also a a, a good advice if if you're driving like a monster truck on the highway. If I'm driving (laughs) a monster truck, I don't have to (laughs) worry about someone else hitting me. I'm going to win. 
That's that. true. Win is it? Is it winning? Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Maybe not morally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where where was I? Where was I? Uh, so so Isabella is promoting the the monster truck rally on TV, and and gives her best. Uh, monster truck promoter voice saying it's Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. And, and uh, the, the, the famous line, we'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Uh, re- really great scene. One of, one of the ones that I, I especially remember from this show growing up, even, even all these years later. So much so that I, I was missing it in the, the race car episode because I thought it happened in that episode and not in this one. This is this is a great line. Like it makes me laugh every time. And I know it's I know it's coming. It's a predictable line. But the mm-hmm. the we'll give you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge is fantastic market uh, marketing. I love it. Yeah. Also, uh, so- who does the voice for Isabella when she's doing the Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday? Is Ooh. it just like them pitching down Allison Stoner's voice, or is it someone else voicing that? My get they like. My guess is it's going to be Jeff Bennett additional voices, but it very well could be, uh, let's see, who's listed under additional voices in this episode? Um, oh, it's, it's Swampy. There it oh, is. Okay. It's listed right there. Swampy did it, who, who also does the voice of Major Monogram. Good we, love, we love when the character creators come and voice the character or have a role that goes back. Yeah, uh, so so Candace gets into a rivalry with with the monster truck racer Buck Buckerson, who's voiced by Billy Ray Cyrus. I think we mentioned that because I, I knew he was Billy Ray Cyrus. I don't know if I remember this as a kid or I remembered we discussed because he was there was like a Billy Ray Cyrus parody in the last one, right? Like or something in the, mm, in the yeah in the race car driving. one there was there was like Robbie Ray something or Billy Ray something. I don't remember his name, but but you're right. There was a race car driver whose name was something something yeah. Ray something. Yeah. Well, sweet niblets. It was Billy Ray Cyrus here. Sweet niblets. Uh, so they they race in in the the monster truck rally. The race ends in a tie. Uh, so they decide to break the tie how anyone would in a monster truck rally with a parallel parking contest. <laughs> And uh, you know Lawrence. Lawrence gives Candace this great pep talk, uh, and and she wins the the parallel parking tiebreaker. Uh, then the the boys decide they don't need the arena anymore. Uh, Buck Buckerson is is going to Beaver Town to have another rally there, and they just give away the arena and they drag away the arena. Uh, Linda comes home. Everyone's covered in mud, and she's wondering why everyone's covered in. Now, one thing that Phineas says at this point is he tells uh, or he asks Buck Buckerson if he's like a promoter of the like monster truck rally. Is is that right? Yeah, he's he's like a racer and also a promoter, I think. Yeah, that's like pretty remarkable. He needs more credit for like being a full service market truck rally or market truck monster truck rally person. Like not only does he do the promoting, but he's like the star of the show. Like that's it's pretty impressive. He's like when when uh, Vince McMahon also decides to wrestle too. 
Oh, but see, Vince McMahon is more so like the promoter. It'd be like if Dwayne the Rock Johnson's like, I'm also yeah. going to do logistics. Yeah, I, I I think that's 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 definitely a, a better comparison. <laughs> and Navi no. like. Look, I've already (laughs) talked about all I know about wrestling with Jacob before. We don't need to retract that. (laughs) Sexy John Cena. John Cena's sexy high school adventure. Greatest game of all time. I can't believe that my example wasn't John Cena. I'm disappointed. (laughs) Felipe, please edit in that I said John Cena the first time. No. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. He should have been more creative. (laughs) Okay. We didn't we didn't get into the the song, but they were singing the song during the the. That was a catchy song. I wanted to I wanted to re-listen to it before the podcast because I only watched the episode a few hours ago, and then like they they had a long song here, the the truck driving girl song. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the the final line of the episode is is uh, Linda asking why Candace is covered in mud, and and Ferb quoting the song says that she's a tire spinning, gear grinding, clutch burning, backfiring, paint trading, redlining, overheating, throttle stomping, truck driving girl. She is. And what, then, and then, what a tagline. And then Candace is like, I parallel parked. Dun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I think I said Beaver Town whenever I meant to say Badger Town. Yeah, what does that even mean? I don't know. It's just another place. Yeah. Um, I guess I had the wrong small mammal that it was named after. <laughs> oh, I thought that was like ref- I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was like referencing like a like a nickname for a different town in the states, but I don't know. I feel like there is a Beaver I, Town, Pennsylvania, or something. Like, isn't Amber Mariana from like some Beaver Town? Mm. I think it's just called Beaver. See, this is. I'm sure time. that the town exists, and like maybe Badger Towns, like Madison, Wisconsin, because of the college. But mm, yeah. like, I don't think that these are intentional choices. Like, I think that this is just like a random name, but I really do appreciate Will's integrity to go back and say, actually, no, I messed this one up. It's uh, it's Badger. Yeah, Jake. Gotta, gotta correct myself so people don't come for me on the internet. Oh yeah. What? Those our, Badger our Town fans? stands. <laughs> our three fans coming and adding you in our DMs and our, our messages, not messages, our tweets. Yeah. Yeah. I can't handle, I can't handle the, the internet smoke. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's. Do any of us? I mean, I I have a, quite a few from Navi specifically. Navi and AJ were roasting roasting my bracket, our bracket, Jacob. Oh, true. Yeah, uh, I thought that like you know internet hate would just roll right off, and then people started mentioning my bracket, which isn't even hate. Like these <laughs> yeah. people mm-hmm. probably don't hate me. I hope. But like, uh, even that, I was like, please, they're just my opinions. Okay. I'm so sorry. Yeah, truthfully, I didn't really care for my, most people. I was like liking everything. But then there were like a few that like, I was like, well, damn, y'all are like legitimately mad. You don't have to like be this. Really? This, there were like a few, I'll tell you offline, that like random egg comments that were like, I was like, wow, okay. So Yeah, like someone had me in a clubhouse and then berated me for all of my terrible takes and then uh, made fun of me. <laughs> Oh wait! Oh wait! She's right here. <laughs> hey, to be fair, I don't the audience? take people off the stage. That's AJ's thing. No, you I... just end a clubhouse in the middle of their their words. <laughs> Jacob knows what. Tell Bill fun. what happened. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. What? Will what? I don't know if we told you the story, but I was hosting the Guatemala clubhouse room, and I was like, Navi was mm-hmm. the first one there. I'm like, Navi, come co-host this with me. So I made her a moderator. 
And then I was trying to close the room for a few times because I was like, I'm keeping this to a tight hour. We're not going past an hour. And then so it wasn't letting me. So I kept coming back in because it was not letting me leave and end the room. And then this poor man, Eli, shout out to Eli. Uh, he was one of those that was very upset the Wonder Pets did not make it into the bracket. And honestly, he was correct. Um, but but it made it over Cold Lyoko. How dare you? <laughs> um, but between yeah, the so lions, he, he was gonna ask. Oh, how dare don't you. even started on that fighting words will but he, he started asking rob who was in the clubhouse like is there going to be coverage for the challenge all-star season and then in the middle he, he was like is there going to be coverage for the challenge all and then navi closes the room at oh, that no. moment and this man starts attacking me i was i'm like it's navi it's navi it's Navi. <laughs> and then navi's like please don't tell anyone it was me and then i was like oh navi it's been five minutes and i exposed you <laughs> <laughs> well to be fair AJ approved. Yeah, AJ of approved. He and did. also, uh, also, I had no idea he was speaking. I'm pretty sure I was on a leg or a leg. I don't know. Leave a me alone. A leg. I literally so was trying to decipher what a leg was. I was like, what does a leg mean in this context? <laughs> a leg. I was on a leg. A leg. Lag. Egg. Lag. Leg. Lag. <laughs> Lag. lag. Oh, lag. That sounds very effortful. Lag sounds better. I agree, actually. Anyway, I was on a leg. And so I didn't hear Eli ask his question. And like Felipe was trying to close the room for like 10 eternities. And so I was like, hey, I'll take the initiative. And I think he even left at one point. And I'm like, fine, I'll fucking close this room then. I thought I was doing everyone a service, but clearly I did not. While we're on the subject, I have a I have a fun fact written down uh, that uh, there's there's an instrumental used in this episode uh, that is titled uh, so it's it's while Candace is learning to drive there's an instrumental that's titled Kronk for Hire that was originally for the Emperor's New School. Uh oh. Ooh. Uh oh. Cusco, Cusco, let's go. Go go. A bottom tiered. Uh, no, TV show. it's not. You're wrong. The fact that Between the Lions made it to the final four <laughs> is honestly like an abomination to society. My opinions were correct and they were funny. What no, they were for? not. They were very incorrect. I don't think that Wizards or Hannah Montana should have made it like to the final four itself. Like I think there were better <laughs> songs out there that could have made it in over them. I can't wait for like three years from now for us still to be going over like the, <laughs> the mistakes that uh, supposedly, allegedly I made here. It, no, the, as yeah, a Jacob alone made. Uh-huh. Yes, as a reporter, <laughs> there is no allegedly in this. They were just straight up wrong. That is wow. just fact. Wow, attacking words. Also, to go back to the episode, <laughs> as someone who like has gone to a monster jam in the past, oh, if yeah, the monster wait. jam ended, if the monster jam ended in like a parallel parking competition, like all the kids would be like, "What the fuck is this?" and be like, <laughs> <laughs> "I feel like Navi told the story of her monster jam that she was like her dad let her bring books because her brother really wanted to go, right?" Yeah. yeah, and also like my dad didn't realize that it was gonna be loud, so he didn't buy like earplugs, and like everyone else is wearing Ooh. them. He's like, oh, it'll oh, no. be fine." And then like the show started, and then like me, everyone was like complaining, like, "Hey, we, I can't hear, I can't focus on my freaking book," and so he had to go and buy overpriced earplugs. What book was it? 
I don't remember. I think it was Ella Enchanted. Oh, that's a great movie. Navi, do you want to do a podcast on that movie? Yeah, sure. I okay. recently reread the book. It it's, it's pretty good. You know what book I started last night after I got my vaccine? I was like, I don't want to. I just want to read. I don't want to do anything. Uh, the Spider-Man 3 companion novel, Junior Edition. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just expose yourself? Because what is what is life if not exposing yourself constantly wow um yeah i i have been to a monster truck rally myself um i did not really want to go but one of my friends was like oh no it's so fun what was it james or chris the fact that you know my only two friends is so sad it was james (laughs) um i i you know what one day i'm going to tell a story and it's not going to be one of the two of them. And you're going to be like, wow, you had a third friend, but I'll just have to make it up. I thought I was the third friend. Yeah, you are. Okay. So, uh, so James invited me to a monster truck rally with his family. I did not want to go. And the whole time his quiet and reserved dad who normally like doesn't really say much. He just kind of sits there, like doesn't do anything was just screaming. And like, he was more elated than I've ever seen someone in my life and like, I was not watching a single monster truck. I was just looking at the joy of this 50 year old man's face. And I have to say it was worth it. I can imagine, I, I feel he like- was living his best life. Yeah. People people like watching stuff getting smashed. It's it's uh, cathartic. Is there, is, like, I've never been to a monster truck rally. I don't know if I'm going You're anytime soon. But I, I, I would, if, if they'd let me drive a monster truck into the wall, I would. I don't think that's allowed. Into the wall? Afterwards, you could take or whatever, whatever the smashing <laughs> over over the wall or whatever. The you thing. drive it like over smaller cars. You don't drive it into a yeah. wall. You would listen, still get hurt. Listen, the only monster truck experience I have was this episode, and then the Bart the Daredevil episode of uh, Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I will say I do think you were allowed to take pictures with the trucks. Like I'm pretty sure my brother took a, a picture with the Grave Digger. I think is like one of the main monster trucks my favorite truck was the doofenshmirtz truck which i'm sure we'll get to but also can we talk about how phineas and ferb just like jumped off the monster truck i was like looking i was like did they just jump from the thing and they they, like climbed down a little bit but then they literally jumped and that probably is like a 10-foot leap in reality it's a it's of doofenshmirtz so at the end of the episode, he gets swallowed by that baby alien thing. Do they uh-huh. ever address how he like gets back to uh, that reality? Right? Uh, no, I don't. I always had this question, even as a kid. I remember this. I'm like, how did he get? He, how's he in the next episode? Is there well, like a reverse dial on the innator? Well, the only way that this can happen is if that alien is on Earth, and so they like all that it would take is not going to a different reality. So, like that alien must exist exist somewhere on Earth, or else there's like a plot hole. And yeah. obviously, there can't be a plot hole. Right. It, it, certainly, that's never happened in this show before. No. Um, no. I maybe he. Spoiler alert for a movie that came out in 2006. Maybe he's doing this Prestige, <laughs> where. <laughs> That would be so fun. That would be so fun. That I love that idea. So, so there, like, a clone of him gets sent to be eaten by the alien, but then he just like fell through the trap door. I love it. 
I, th- this is correct. You came up with the correct <laughs> answer. Good job. Honestly, Very it would impressive. be more funny if the clone ended up going through the trap door and Doofenshmirtz ended up getting swallowed. And then for the rest of the series, it's just the clone of Doofenshmirtz. Well, that's the thing you never know. That's like part yeah. of the thing in the prestige is like, are you the person that goes, sorry, this is a 2006 movie as well mentioned. We, th- we're not here to podcast it. about that. Yeah. Um, You've never that, seen it? No. I will you say- watch it right now? No, not now because we're podcasting, but maybe after. Oh yeah. Um, in, a, in, a, in a statement that will surprise probably no one, I love the baby alien. <laughs> <laughs> is the baby alien your bunny of this episode? Yes, he was the MVP of this episode. Literally. Okay, what's even... going to last longer? Felipe being obsessed with bunny or my takes on the uh, like theme song bracket getting exposed? Uh, well, the bunny thing will be endless, but I think the thing we'll talk about more is the bracket. Like more publicized, but my love of bunny forever. Um, I think it's yeah, like, whichever Elmo, Baby Yoda, like, bunny for me. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think whatever gets my blood pressure higher is <laughs> the correct answer. Yeah. Should we should we hear about this other storyline? Yes, uh, please tell me more. Oh, yeah. uh, so, Perry uh, the Platypus he he enters uh, the pull out couch so he can go into his lair. Uh, and in, in he meets with Major Monogram, who is just chuffed to bits that he gets a memo where they abbreviated Dr. Doofenshmirtz as Doof. Uh, <laughs> and he thinks it's the funniest thing. Uh, so Perry, Perry goes to see what, what Doof is up to. Uh, and he's selling an idea to, to these evil investors where he says, you know, mo- monster trucks, they're all the rage today, uh, but they're not actually monsters. They're just they're just big stupid trucks uh so i invented my own line of monster trucks that that are actually and one of them is him uh but the rest of them are very much like a like a scooby-doo and the reluctant werewolf vibe like the 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 cars yeah yeah i see it i see it yeah uh shout out to kate and myself and our podcast go check it out i'm gonna plug that So he's he's trying to sell these these monster monster trucks or monster truck monsters. I don't know. I don't know which way you would call it. I think you just call it a monster truck. Mm, Yeah, yeah. You you put the the emphasis right, and and it makes more sense. Uh, So he's trying to sell them, but uh, he wants to use this. He invents the monster truck awayinator that that makes monster trucks disappear uh, to to get rid of the competition to do away with the competition. And he kind of shows them that, that like it works on monster trucks and he sent this this little toy monster truck to some alternate dimension with where it got eaten by a baby alien. Uh, but then he said it doesn't it doesn't harm people and he and he like shot one of the investors with it and it made his head sort of like swell up and expand. Maybe maybe just some light swelling. Um <laughs> I like that Juvenschmerz was like did not like this man at all. Like he was not here for this man. Yeah, he gave me like Doctor Evil vibes from Austin Powers. Mm, yeah. See, uh, for whatever reason, I wanted to say Red Skull, but I don't know if this man was a Nazi. But I mean, they, you then, sure. <laughs> the like exaggerated thing. Uh, he, he, I, I did not like this man. He seemed evil. I mean, he was evil, but not like. Well, I mean, they were all evil. Yeah. 
just because he's evil doesn't mean everything he does. He's is probably evil. a Nazi too. I'm, 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 I'm gonna say it. That that character's probably a Nazi. <laughs> okay, okay. Presumption. Your detector's going off, and you're like, "Yep, confirmed." Yeah, he seemed like a white supremacist. Um, th- this is one of his ideas of the doof's ideas that I think is better than the idea that Phineas and Verb have in the episode. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. the the idea that Phineas and Verb has is like we're gonna make a monster truck to have like someone be able to learn how to drive. That doesn't make sense. But like, not only is Doctor Doofenshmirtz going to address the competition, but he's coming up with a very comical idea that I'm totally here for. I was really I loved this plan. See, Doofenshmirtz episode parts of the episodes are always my favorite like regardless of like your love of Phineas and Ferb and like the songs and the Candace stuff I'm always gonna be like nine times out of ten I'm here for the Doofenshmirtz stuff a lot more and it's usually like three minutes compared to the rest of the episode but mm-hmm. uh yeah we're, we're we're pretty much at the end of my my uh summary of the of the plot was that uh they they have a a so he also has a monster truck locatinator that helps him find the nearest monster truck that he can make go away. And and what do you know? The monster truck rally is, is right nearby. Uh, so they, they start going to the monster truck rally. He he traps Perry in like a like a fake version of the, the monster truck. Yeah, locator. it's like a claw machine sort of looking thing. And he's like, oh, it's my Chinese finger trapinator or whatever he calls it. Yeah, I think he calls it a, a Chinese platypus trap, but it's it's yeah. yeah, like one of those one of those finger traps, but it has a whole platypus instead of two of a person's <laughs> fingers. Perfect description. Um, so so they make it there, uh, and and he he brings all of the investors, and then also brings Perry along, and the investors are like. Does he have to come? And he's like, oh, he's my nemesis. I bring him along everywhere. I have to show him. Uh, and and after after an ensuing fight, one of the one of the investors cuts Perry out of the trap. Um, uh, one of the investors cuts Perry out of the trap, and and Perry flips the switch from the the monster truck awayinator to the Doofenshmirtz mobile and evil investors awayinator, uh, and and sends them to the the alien dimension instead. Yeah, uh, just to talk on the racism of the Chinese man who cuts him out of the thing. That was like, moment did not hold up well. But otherwise, yeah, pretty, pretty yeah. clean episode. And, and that felt unnecessary. Like, it, it felt know. like you could make the joke of just like, I don't know, maybe like a two-year-old kid having done it or like anyone else. I, I saw that and I was like, okay, like, I, I don't I don't get what we're doing here. Yeah, it was it was already like tenuous enough that they called it a Chinese platypus trap, and I was like, well, they I mean they they do the thing is very often called the Chinese finger trap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't know enough to know if that name is problematic or not. Yeah, but me it, neither. But and if it, it is, I think the whole podcast crew apologizes. And right, yeah, yeah. If if it is, please please let us know. Yeah, uh, this is uh, ignorance on our part. I I tried looking it up to find if if. Uh, it was offensive to anybody, and I couldn't find anything. But if 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 it is, then then I certainly didn't search hard enough. Um, that said, the the part where he gets out of the Chinese platypus trap, out of the platypus trap, um, is very problematic. Yeah, yeah. No. did not have to search very hard to see that that one was bad. 
Yeah, literally, it could have been one of the random investors just like cut him out just for shits and giggles. It didn't have to be like this new character with the stereotypical problematic voice that they did that was probably voiced by a white man. So, yeah, I didn't look it up to see. If well, yeah, and, and the, the thing is that, that he wasn't even one of the investors earlier in the episode, yeah. he only showed up to be the Chinese guy who cuts him out of the trap. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah, d- not not a good look in any way. Very, very uh, uncomfortable. Yeah. But we touched on that. Anyways, That's it. That's yeah, all I have on get, the episode. They get eaten by the baby alien. Yeah. Um, um, I w- oh, what I was, what I was going to say was, was this is another one very similar to the, uh, the Meltonator 65000 where Doofenshmirtz had the Meltonator and they had snow. So the whole episode, you're like, okay, he's going to melt the snow and that's what's going to happen. And in this one, they have the monster trucks and he has the thing that makes monster trucks go away. I'm like, oh, he's going to make the monster trucks go away. But then then he doesn't and, and they just give away the monster trucks. Uh, I, I did like that that aspect of it for the same reason I liked the, the thing in the earlier episode. Yeah. Yeah. And they get rid of, uh, I like I like the subversion of expectations. Mm-hmm. Do we have any final thoughts on this episode? This portion of the episode? Uh, I don't think so. I think I, yeah, I got through all of the things I wrote down as my favorite lines and, and fun facts. Candace yeah. Pearl parking was probably one of the things I remember the most of the show, like before we started this rewatch podcast, besides like some of the songs. Like mm-hmm. it was like something that I remembered, like Candace's struggle with parallel parking, because I think I remembered. I was like, do I have to parallel park between trash cans at one point? No, it was just one car, but yeah. If no one else has anything to add, we'll take a momentary break and enjoy uh, Truck Driving Girl is what I'm going to call the song. I don't know if that's the full name or not. I think that's what it's called, yeah. And we'll be right back. Tell you all the story of a truck driving girl in a custom made monster truck she took for a whirl. That little speed demon gonna be a star with a learner's permit and an adult in the car. She may be out for a lark, but she can't fare in a box. She's a truck driving girl, she's a truck driving girl. She'll get her license and she'll have it all She can pick up her friends and take a drive in the mall That little redhead gonna rock my world She's a truck driving girl, she's a truck driving girl She's a tire spinning, gear grinding, clutch burning, backfiring, paint trading, red lining, overheating, throttle stomping, drug driving girl, yeah And we are back, everybody um, What a lovely bop bop and a half as the kids say uh next up we're going to be talking about the ballad of bad beard which i believe is the reason why jacob wanted to come on this episode it is yes wow. uh so i i watched this episode um and then i don't remember like how old i was but my family was going to go skiing and i was like a, a little child 
and I said that the best way to have like a ski mask would be to have uh, like a beard so that you didn't get cold. And so my mom, who thought it would be hilarious, uh, decided to get me a gift of a very big beard that like also mm. functioned as a ski mask. Uh, and I loved it. I like thought it was hilarious and I would break it out and I'd be like, oh, like I'm just like the Phineas and Ferb crew. I looked fantastic. I brought it to school with me and I was told that I couldn't wear it because people couldn't tell who I was. So clearly it's a good disguise. And uh, yeah, this is like one of the, the fun memories that I had from the show. So I'm feel sure like they... the picture can get shared on social media so everyone else can see how awful I looked and how happy I was. How old were you? Because you looked you said you were a small child, but you look at least 13. Um, I think it was like 11. Because Phineas and Ferrer premiered 2008. So this episode yep. would have been later, right? Or was this after this episode that you, you wanted to win? It was, it was after the episode. I, I think I was 11. So it would have been 2009. That makes sense, yeah. 2009, yeah. Yeah. The timelines check out. Oof, thank goodness <laughs> that the picture proof no, is... No, no plot hole in this podcast. I, I'm glad that the the picture evidence and the timelines check out. But yeah, I looked I looked fabulous, honestly. You are serving a pose. You got your hands on your hips. Your three bracelets, which I want to like dive into. Um, oh. One's a one looks like a ski resort little like a wristband. They, they all look like the little wristbands that have the little clip that clips over. Yeah, they they totally are. I did not know we were breaking down the picture this much. Yes, they are. They're actually from a water park earlier that summer. So this is Christmas when I'm getting the gift. Why did I did not take on? those off for a year just because oh I wanted to. That's like, Your I know. Your parents I'm... let you get away with that? My parents would have killed me. They're like, you, why do you still have that on? My mom did try to convince me to take it off. I think at one point you still she have told them? me. Can you, can you lift up your arm? I want to see. No, I, I don't have them anymore. Look here, it checks out. Here's some proof. Uh, no, mm -hmm. no bracelets. Um, no, my my mom like tried to convince me one night. She was like, "You can pick where we go to dinner. Um, like, like we would go out to eat like uh, at like once a week or so." And she'd be like, "You can pick where we go to dinner as long as you take the bracelet off." And I was like, mm -hmm. "That's tempting, but no, I'm doing it." I for feel a like year. I ripped them off because I just play with them so much, and then they get like messed up. Because so in Brazil, there's there's like these like they have these ribbons that you put around like for some it's like you make a wish ribbon or whatever and then you like they like fade away and that's when you they get cut off and like i played with them so like even in college i had one uh like during carnival but yeah so i also want to break down um what is in your pocket <laughs> um is that a, it looks like a charger like maybe like headphones you were really breaking down this photo. An Let's iPod see. shuffle, maybe? Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't really know what that is. The pants that I'm wearing do look like the Marvel pants. Are they pajama uh, like pants? Pajama pants. Yeah, yeah I, and I, I feel actually, like I had the same pajamas, but in red. And like maybe not Marvel, but like different color pants. I actually have them upstairs and wore them yesterday. You fit huh? in them? Uh, no, I don't. They are very small in me. Why were you? Was so this comfy. like a, Was this what was this for? Why were you wearing them? Um, I just wear them anytime I go to watch a Marvel movie, but also when I'm doing laundry and my other pajama pants are in use. Do they fit? No. Where do they? I feel like they wouldn't get down to like past your knees or something. Or um, I don't know. They get to like part of the way down my calf. Your pajama capris. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. 
is this like your Hulk sort of thing? Like they're gonna like go, they're like cutoffs. <laughs> Eventually, yes. I will reach my final form in which the mm-hmm. pants that I wore as a child are now cutoffs. I feel like you're gonna rip them at some point. Like that's so unkind to the pants. Well, what do you want me to do with them? Throw them away? No, just keep them and like don't use them. Sit them for your children or something. Oh, maybe you can have... get them tailored. That's actually not a bad suggestion. See, this right. is why we go to Navi for everything. I agree. That's a that's actually pretty helpful. All right, I appreciate the suggestion. Meanwhile, Felipe is just telling me to <laughs> keep them in a box or something. <laughs> yeah. I would say, how many photos have you given to Felipe where he has shared them without no, he, your authorization? He gives them to me. He he sent me the bugging out photos, and I was like, he said use this for the promotion. I'm like, okay. The only photo that I am upset about is the one of me uh, that he took randomly when I was showing him my hair, no, which no, no. right you now is atrocious. Me. You told me, no, I, I, you you were like, someone should screenshot this and take it. And then I screenshotted it at a random point that you weren't expecting. Correct, my face looks so dumb. Anyway, that we're not here to talk about um, my Christmas that I got in 2009. <laughs> we're here to break down an episode of Phineas and Ferb, I believe. Yes, we are. Yeah. Um, so I just like took like very lazy notes for this one because I'm like, let's just like talk about things and jump around because we don't need structure. Sure. What jump is structure? Yeah. Uh, Go all house of pain on them. <laughs> yeah, but so we start off, Phineas and Ferb and their friends wake up at Camp Grandma and Grandpa. I'm like, why are they there? It is, is it summertime? Who, like, this is not a camp. This is just like their friends. Why are they not sleeping in beds? That was like my first question. I was like, who, who, who supervised this shit? So in canon, this takes place the day after the Bigfoot episode. Okay, that's what uh, I assumed. I'm like, why would they go twice? Yeah, they, they've, um, Dan Poppenmeyer has said that the, the story is not being told strictly chronologically. Uh, and, and this episode does take place immediately after the other camping. Episode. Okay, thank you. That makes it's sense. Just, it's just like another Christopher Nolan film, Memento, where things are told <laughs> out of order. Yeah, Phineas and Ferb and uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan, uh, two very similar props. Can I tell you a funny story? I used to think Christopher Nolan and Christopher Columbus, not, not no. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hold on, what? Is Christopher Columbus oh, the name of the director of the first Harry Potter movie? That that man, I don't, mm. it wasn't Christopher I, Nolan. I think, I think his name might just be Chris Columbus. Okay, whatever. Yeah, I think it's just Chris Columbus. His name not? is definitely At Christopher first... Columbus. At first, I thought you were going to tell me that you thought Christopher Nolan sailed the ocean blue in 1492. (laughs) No, no. Even though that's not what you meant, that's still the best part of my entire week was thinking that for a few minutes (laughs) or seconds. Oh, he might just be Chris Columbus. Yeah, it's Chris Columbus. But yeah, I used to think he and Christopher Nolan were the same guy. But yeah. Maybe Christopher Nolan also sailed the ocean blue within it. No, that wasn't the Nina the Pinta and the Santa Maria. That was something else, right? No, same thing. Uh, I was confusing sure that. I, don't, I never remember if that was that or was that the Mayflower, but because I remember the pilgrims were separate. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, the Mayflower is the pilgrims. Yeah. Um, but, anyways, uh, Jacob, did you ever think any film directors were historical figures? Just, just curiosity. <laughs> What a shot in the dark. No, I've never thought that. I'm sorry I can't continue the bit, but that would be weird. Has anyone you else don't on think this Greta call? Gerwig because... and Greta, Greta Thunberg were the same person? <laughs> <laughs> Did 
did you actually did you think no i didn't think that but someone else has asked that okay the the five seconds the five seconds that i thought that was another highlight of my week this is fantastic yeah but um i thought james cameron and british prime minister david cameron were the same person (laughs) yeah Uh, mistaken identity so funny (laughs) uh yeah i think someone should just check on that orange goo see if it got anywhere the orange moss but uh, they wake up and they learn about the ballad of Bad Beard and decide to go to the island. Is basically how I start. They like have a campfire, sing along. Oh wait, so is that is the ba- the beard the only reason that you wanted to be on this podcast? The fake beard story, or like was there a yes. specific reason for this episode otherwise that you love? No, no, just because like I had asked uh, to get a beard because of this. I-, I also like the episode. It's like it's a good one, but that's that's why. Yeah, I, I, it's a good I, reason. I remember the zebra part, and but I didn't remember much of it. Like I vaguely remember the like song, but I didn't remember much about the episode otherwise, besides the zebra. I remember the 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 tag of the song a lot. That one is is very yeah, easy to get stuck band, in your head. Band. Yeah, it, it, like the the fuller version of the song that they play later. I totally forgot there was even a fuller version of the song, but the the just little couple measures thing that that has probably been stuck in my head for 10 years piracy shanties <laughs> are bops i'm gonna say it like i li- unironically listened to the pirates of the caribbean soundtrack yeah so so much of the the full version like i was willing to say that that this song was one of my least favorites because it's it's kind of annoying when it gets stuck in your head for 10 years but then the fuller version of the song happened and it it gave me so much uh, like the pirates of the caribbean vibes uh that it, i i had a lot of fun with it it made me excited for our inevitable trip to disney world yes i actually had a pirates of the caribbean uh dream recently uh oh. not this last night but a few nights ago uh zoe saldana was there of course uh but i don't remember much about us i just remember zoe saldana being there um and it was pirates of the caribbean related at some point um but Better Zoe Zaldana than the freaking Hamburglar. I had I recently <laughs> had a nightmare again. It was basically just the same thing where my dad was dropping me off to daycare and then the Hamburglar shows up and starts like murdering people. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord, Wait, that do is we terrifying. Go, do we want to psychoanalyze another one of my dreams this week that uh, Jessica Nixon and Cody gave me their baby to hold? And oh, no. then we had to go and like, with along with Cody Calafiore, we had to like vote someone out of like, because there was like indecency happening in this like, I don't know why we were the jury for something, but like medieval <laughs> court sort of thing. And we had to like vote out one of the shareholders and there was like something, I don't know. It was a weird dream, but I remember that they gave me their baby to hold. And I have never seen a photo of this baby. Yeah. I bet it looks like most babies. I remember Babies the first baby had a, a very fat they head. All potatoes. Yeah. I'm not going to judge babies, but I will say that their first baby had a very big head. Speaking of babies, we, we forgot to mention in in the previous episode we got a we got another cameo from the GBH. Yes. The giant baby head. And Mike Bloom somewhere was hiding. Um, <laughs> yeah, but do we think, just hypothetically, if we ever were able to rope in Mike Bloom to do a brand steal? For Phineas and Ferb characters, should we put the giant baby head on? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It would be so. Giant, giant baby head makes makes the top twenty. 
Yeah, okay. Imagine if the giant baby head makes it all the way to like the final tribal council. He will never talk to any of us again. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so they, they go to the island. Ferb is like, let's build a ship. Um, and they sing songs and they traverse the ocean with a giant pirate ship. And I love that Ferb had it packaged in a little square and like slowly unveiled it. How have you ever tried to fold something? And what's the most you were able to fold something into? Whatever the myth, whatever the Mythbusters says it is, mm-hmm. uh, like seven, seven folds or whatever. I, I've probably done like six. So I like I I watched that same episode and I like was trying to disprove. I think I got it. six. Yeah. I was trying to disprove. Wait, did you just go through the a time that you folded something in your head? <laughs> I, I just did it from memory. Like how many times I tried to, like if you tried to fold a piece of paper, how many times could you do it? You do half and you do that half and you do that half. Should I do it with the bracket? Well, I'm just shocked that you like have a memory of a piece of paper that you can just go oh, to I just like visualized it. It's the creative part of me. You can't visualize eight folds. Like I feel like if it's just my memory, if it's just like my imagination, I can get like to eight or nine. No, I think I, I think cause I only did it like uh, I counted and then it's like oh no then it's too crunchy you can't fold it (laughs) (laughs) but it's your imagine okay that's fine I I tried to disprove the Mythbusters the Mythbusters are right I could not get an eighth fold the Mythbusters they even brought out like steamrollers or something to like run over the piece of paper (laughs) I was never a big Mythbusters person like is that is that like uh sacrilegious like I, I I knew of them but like I remember like Everyone was like obsessed with Mythbusters. It was like Mythbusters and Doctor Who in middle school. I was like, let me go watch more Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> Mythbusters they're is really at the fun. same time though. They're on the same channel. True. <laughs> back to back. Listen, listen. I was there when they would air back to back. Phineas and Ferb was like an afternoon show. Wizards was like an evening show. You you. Mm-hmm. Only only true Selenators could tell you that. Selena. What are you yeah, talking about? You're not Selenators. even a fan. Are you a fan of Selena Gomez? <laughs> Did you watch the movie that she was in with Corey Monteith? No. Peters? Uh, what was it called? The one that they go to Monaco. I forget what it was, but I saw that movie. Because Spring Breakers. And Corey Monteith. Which one? No, I was I, I said Spring Breakers, but I don't think that's the one you're I don't about. think that's oh, the, I don't best think that's the one. Movie. Because like she's not in it. As Monte much. Carlo. Ooh. Did you watch brutal. Bezos? I did watch that movie with what my cousins. What the hell? The name is Bezos. Selena Gomez's character it? in that movie was. Well, that's based on the the Beverly Cleary books. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Burnout Legend. <laughs> yes. With the um, amount of Selena Gomez talk that has gone on this episode, you both should just do like a Selena Gomez month to just talk about her entire filmography and keep it out of this podcast. I would want to do it with an actual uh, fan, or I would. Speaking of, <laughs> I think put so Sarah Ferguson on. Either speaking of Selena, I think either today or yesterday would have been the the fiftieth birthday of Selena Quintanilla. I know it was recently the anniversary of her death, right? Um, Bidi Bidi Bumba. Sorry, uh, big Selena fan. Both Selenas. Um, We're doing yeah, a lot of Selena talk today. Superior Selena. Yeah. Uh, 
I think my favorite yeah. Selena it would is Selena be today. Kyle, though. Yeah, it would be today. Happy, happy birthday. Selena Kyle's like, a good Selena. Mm-hmm. Selena Quintanilla. Did any Selena of you watch Gomez the show? Selena the bottom tier Selena. I've said it. Oh my gosh. The <laughs> hatred. <laughs> where does this hatred come from? Selena it's not a hatred. It's an indifference. <laughs> she is solidly number two for me after Selena Quintanilla. Did any of you watch the show? I know. I I, I bet you've all watched the show. I, I haven't watched it, but I know it's got Susie Crabgrass in it. Playing yeah, that I didn't know that it was her until after I finished the show. She also looks like my friend Andrea, and I told her this. Uh, Andrea from the Wendy Wu podcast. Which, if you want to go on another tangent, can we talk about Brenda San's baby? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Oh, uh, of course. No, but anyways, I think you just uh, did. Happy, happiest of birthdays, Selena Quintanilla. We miss you. Rest in power. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, where were we? We were <laughs> we were on sea shanties with pirates. Um, yeah, so they go and then they go to the to the island. What was the island? I bet Will the uh, island of Spleen, Spleen Island, Spleen Island. Yes. Um, what body part would you want to name your island after? Or human mm. organ? Mm. That's a really good question. I think Hair Follicle Island would be fun. No. Um, mm. Nose Island. Pen Island. Pen, Pen Island. That's, yeah. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that I have a favorite body part that I would name an island after. I think I might go Elbow Peninsula. It's a little off the board, but I feel like if it looks like it, like I what feel about like... Uvula Archipelago? The <laughs> finger legs. The finger legs. The fi- yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, are the finger legs the real? Uh, yeah, they're in like up in New York, right? Okay, I didn't know if it was just a joke from The Office. I yeah. think it's real. Okay. It's Nobody come bad. for us for being hey. stupid. When we go to New York, after we go to Disney World, we need to get Sbarro. Sbarro? Okay. Oh, you say Sbarro? I always say Sbarro. Like, I, uh, I, I had... think you are saying the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Sbarro. Uh, and he says Sbarro. I feel like he I want the S. To, to bring it back to uh, Pirates, I, w- I wanted to write a script for a movie of, of this pirate who who goes around to different mall food courts attacking people who and his name was Captain Jack Savaro. <laughs> I write this. <laughs> write this. By all means, go ahead. That is a good joke. I yeah, great. Captain Jack Savaro. <laughs> I'm dying. But they they end up on the island. They go into this cavern. They find the booty after um traversing some obstacles. Buford even had his finger puppets. Um, Jacob, we haven't got your thoughts on Buford, Balsheed, and Isabella. Thoughts of them as characters? Um, I think you put them in reverse order of how much I like them. Um, That's fair. It goes Buford, Balsheed, Isabella. Clearly. I love Isabella, but she's Buford and Balsheed. We have to stand our. our Wait, you think Isabella's the worst one? No, I think it goes Buford, Balsheed, Isabella, Phineas, Ferb. Is this worst to first? Best to first. Best to last. Candace is solidly number one, though, if we're including Candace. <laughs> you think Buford's the best character in this show? Buford is an icon. Maybe. How no. do I leave meeting? <laughs> Why, Felipe, every single time I podcast with you, I want to leave with your from your bad opinions. Like, every time. 
Maybe, maybe I need to sit with this because I kind of just said it to be like contra- controversial. Yeah, it's, and it sure sounded like it. But I need to sit with this because Candace is clearly number one. Maybe I feel like we haven't gotten tons of good in- Isabella content on this rewatch. And I remember really loving Buford in the movie. Buford's been in like four episodes. Okay, but Buford had the movie. <laughs> Our podcast is named after Isabella. <laughs> Buford was iconic in the Star Wars movie, in the Marvel movie, and in the in the the across the second dimension. I feel like Buford was a standout, and I didn't appreciate him as much as a kid. So maybe that's why my opinion. But maybe okay, I can concede. I think you overcorrected. I think you've overcorrected. Buford is always like the one that's like, yeah, he's there. He, Buford he's has around. some funny lines in later things. Like hmm. Buford is a sleeper hit. Like the puppets had me rolling. The puppets, the puppets thing was pretty funny. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, how can you disrespect an iconic biracial gay couple like Buford and Belgique? I mean, you I heard it here Belgique's... first. Jacob is both racist and homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Saying allegedly does not make me feel better about that. That is so rude. Um, I I think the rest of this podcast is done in protest. And I think this is what How I did. How many times have you said that on podcasts? That is exactly what I've had to say last time we podcast together, Felipe. We just have a bad track record. But you wouldn't have it any other way. Um, but anyways, they, they end up going, they find the booty, which are fake beers. And then for reasons we'll get into later, the island self-destructs and they go and they get, they tell grandpa and give him beards. And yeah, that's, that's the Phineas and Ferb plot. Does anyone have any commentary on this? Cause we, we want so many tangents that we barely talked about the episode. This, this ending scene, everyone just has a beard. Even like Candace <laughs> has a beard. Perry has a beard. Their grandma yeah. has a beard. I thought that Zebra has a beard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we'll get into it. So staying on the Candace portion of the episode, uh, during the, the description of the Ballad of Bad Beard, Candace touches the orange moss, which is very hallucinogenic. And it touch, it goes through your skin to like into your bloodstream. And she starts tripping out, or does she? Because she sees Perry in a little hat and Agent E, the eagle, and Major Monogram and the worms in the egg uh, having a conference about Dupenfurst being on the island. And yeah, so she's like, I think I'm tripping balls, basically, is what she she says. And then she, how does she get to the island? Uh, she she goes with Perry on his jet ski. True, true. Yeah, Perry has a jet ski, and at some before she gets on the jet ski, she sees the psychedelic zebra, um, which what well, an icon needs to be in the pantheon of amazing mm-hmm. one-time characters with Marty the Rabbit Boy and his musical blender. Um, Jacob, did did you remember the zebra or Navi, either of you? I, I did. I Is this the only time the zebra comes up? Because I feel like it is pretty frequent. Mm. Or, or like, if it didn't, then this really left a lasting impression because I did think that the zebra comes up again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It definitely does come up again. I'm. Okay. I'm looking at it now. Seven episodes. It's in seven episodes. Because I. I feel like there are other memories I had of the zebra. Like I felt like I had touched the orange moss because like I <laughs> knew I'd seen the zebra before, but like not necessarily like doing what it was. So I was like, this has to happen again, or else like, yeah. Voiced by uh-huh. Jeff Bennett, who's been in a few Scooby Doo projects. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny so- Bravo. Yeah, uh, friends, Candace 
Kevin Flynn um, is her friend. But uh, big fan. Oh, Linda has apparently also seen the zebra in the commentary of Ballad of Bad Beard. Is oh. an implication. Um, yeah. But yeah, shout out to the zebra. Um, if you could, if you were seeing any animals in a rocking chair while you were high, what animal would it be? Mm. I have a very strong opinion on this answer. Oh I'd like to see a mantis shrimp. <laughs> Not only are they the coolest animals ever, but seeing one out of the water would just be so cool. Felipe, you have a confused look on your face as if I'm you Googling. don't know what a mantis shrimp is. And boy, do this I have some facts scary. for you. No, it looks so cool. This looks like the little, the like, kind of looks like a... What's the Moana, the snail, the slug? Kind of reminds me of him. Yeah, mm. a little bit, but like e- even more gay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this fish, it, there, this shrimp is the coolest thing in all of existence. It looks majestic. Uh, like, so like we can see in three color wavelengths, it can see in 14, and oh, wow. it can punch so fast that it superheats the water and has the pressure of a revolver. Like, see, I think Amazing. I think you should rescind your 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 title as Akiva's biggest stand and become the Mantis Shrimp biggest stand. Oh, if I could, I would mm-hmm. honestly. I'm clipping that and saying that's he's a Stantis Shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that in my Twitter bio yeah. immediately after this podcast. Please do. Um, I thought a lemur, but specifically King Julian mm. from the Madagascar. I feel like he'd be fun. Josh Baron Cohen. <laughs> I like to move it, move it. I think a, a, a the coolest animal to see while you're tripping would either be a peacock or <laughs> yeah. um, an Shout axolotl. Big... I'm a big fan. Of I axolotl. know what that is, but I need to Google. Uh, axolotl. It's like a mudkip. That's what a mudkip is modeled after. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love mudkip. Jacob's probably like a torture fan. That's a starter. That is true. Better than Trico. Mudkip is the best. Mudkip is by far Mud the Kip best. is A1+. Plus. Thank you. Navi with taste. Um, who was your first one, Will? Before the axolotl? Uh, Peacock. Oh, never forget Katy Perry's song, Peacock. <laughs> oh, that got me in trouble. I? I sang that in school and someone was like, that's inappropriate. And I was like, why? It's a bird. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, no, you know what it means. You're definitely in trouble now. Was it a student or a teacher? No, it was a teacher. Oh, okay. Because I, I feel like there's definitely students that would have been too. like, what? I love how indignant you sounded in that moment. Like, it's a bird. <laughs> I was channeling myself back then. The other thing that I did was one time, one of my friends was annoying me. And I was like, I forget what I said. But I, like, I said something that like was definitely supposed to rhyme with the word fuck off. And I was like, I think I think I said like buck off or something. And my teacher was like, you just said a bad word. And I was like, no, I didn't. I said a deer or something like that. <laughs> my teacher was like, okay, well now you just sassed me and now you're getting in trouble. Anyway, I was a, a terrible, terrible child. So this, so when my brother was five, he was in kindergarten and he told the kid to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he went to the principal's office and he was like, I didn't say that. I said duck off. Yeah. <laughs> It never gets, it, like, that sounds like such a good excuse when you're a kid. You're like, oh, it's perfect. It's the rhyming. I'm going to be off scot-free. But no, you still get in trouble. It sucks. But it's like, teachers are it's like the thing where, where you would, like, hold up your ring finger to someone and be like, I'm not flipping you off. 
Okay. Literally, <laughs> teachers are so whack. I remember this one teacher I had in seventh grade who was like, people would be like, wait, I have a question. He's like, I will not wait. And he did that anytime someone said the word wait. I'm like, get off your fucking high horse, you loser. <laughs> the, the ring finger one is great. Uh, I think it was in like seventh grade when I found out that you can't actually touch something. It's just like your electrons pushing up against something. So I would like poke people and I'd be like, I'm not touching you. See, I'm not. Cause it's actually my electrons pushing back. And they were like, no, that doesn't count. I was a problem child. <laughs> Same though. Um, but no, I was that kid who's like, you can't touch you can't touch this, like, you, you can't touch the pencil sharpener or whatever. I was like, well, what if I'm touching the floor? Because the floor is touching the, the cabinet that it's on, and then it's touching the pencil sharpener. Like, Classic. Logic. Boom. Classic. Lawyer. Wow. Um, I love it. I feel like I was a smart kid that got me in trouble. It's because we were the smart ones. That's why we got in trouble. Yeah. We, we... Sure, I, you could say that. I think I was just an <laughs> asshole. That could, that could be part of it as well. But anyway, so Candace, Candace gets to the island and Perry the Platypus is going and he interrupts that Duper's person. Duper's person is like, just because I do things and I'm an evil person doesn't mean I'm everything I do is evil. And he's like, this, I bought this property. It was cheap. And, but it, it's cursed by the sea hag and mm-hmm. Perry the Platypus is trapped. And I feel like this trap would have stuck. Like if, if Candace didn't get involved, the trap would have stuck. But basically she crawls in um, Dumitris had a funny line that actually had me howling that I didn't write down, which I'm upset about. Um, but oh, the Susan line. He's like, oh, oh, here I have this crocodile named Susan and this one's named Susan, and I named them after each other. I was like, that. I love that. Have either of you watched or either? Sorry, three people. I don't know why I say either as I default. Uh, has anyone on this call watched um, what's it called, Magic for Humans? Yes. I love yeah. that show with uh, they, they have Justin a, Wilmer. They have, a, they have a bit called Magic for Susans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I can't do magic, but if I ever meet someone named Susan, I would try to do magic just to just to do it because I love that the magic for Susan so much. I've never seen this show. It's got the guy who used to be the host of Cupcake Wars. Before, <laughs> before uh, Aaron Samuels took over? Yeah. Justin Wilman. Justin Wilman. That's also the one. My favorite bit from that episode is the one where uh, he made the guy think that he, and he got everyone else in to gaslight the guy into thinking he disappeared. Yes, I want to pull that prank on someone (laughs) so badly. We should do it. He got. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say it got popular right after where people were doing this to children, (laughs) like making the kids think they disappeared. And it was really just gaslighting a bunch of children. Oh, I think I saw that. On it was hilarious. The, the late night shows. They it was hilarious. That. Yeah. Um, but he he was our Mondo on the Sweet Life on Deck. And then Ooh. also had a cameo in Magic Camp, which I did not see, but I wanted to because it has Britta from Community. Um, oh. I'll watch that before I go on Community Building and be like, actually, Britta is most famous from Magic Camp, not from, not from Community. <laughs> and I will, I will try to like convince them that. Uh, but uh, yeah, so so Candace comes in. She's high, and she's like, "Oh my god, let me, Perry, do you want something from the vending machine? I'm getting myself a snack." And she hits the self-destruct button, which Doofenshmirtz really just gets hoisted by his own petard many times. And she's like, "Hi, pharmacist!" Um, mm-hmm. And she blows up the island, and everyone runs back to the boat. And Candace is like, 
oh, Perry, where'd your little hat go? And basically they get back and Candace is feeling better and she's in the tent and she she sleeps in the tent with the blue moss. Like her grandparents hate her, right? Yeah, I mean, this, this is a, a, a bad place to set up camp for sure. Especially if they know that like the, the blue moss is going to cause these these hallucinations. Candace, like- Maybe they're into it. Like maybe that's actually- They definitely are. They This is like takes place in like hippie dippy Vermont or New mm-hmm. Hampshire. Yeah. Like, I mean, the kids are gone for an entire day and the grandparents like don't seem to care that much. Like they must be tripping on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's the episode. Does anyone have any thoughts? Navi, we haven't heard from you in a minute. What did you think of this episode? So I really enjoyed the episode overall, specifically the Candace and the Doofenshmirtz Perry mm. uh, plots. Cause I, I felt it had like a very like adult swim feel, which I really enjoy adult swim animation. So that was a plus or even like Cartoon Network, like Steven Universe or Adventure Time. Um, Jacob famously hates Adventure Time. No, I, I don't That's hate all. Adventure it Time. It, I don't hate Adventure Time. It is massively overrated compared to the shows which are similar and like 10 times better. Yes. Like Kodlioka? I, w- I would agree with that. Kodli- Granted, I haven't seen like Steven Universe, but. Did you Kodli- just hear what Felipe said? He said like Kodlioko is That's better not the than- same genre, but yeah. Kodlioko no, it's not. Boss. Okay. It's not the same genre. Thank you. I said it's, but Kodlioko is a great show. I was just making a joke to try to grind Jacob's gears. That's well, what I do. <laughs> I think that's instead of me getting yeah, well, Cold Lioko has not triggered me ever since the bracket. Cold Lioko so. is such a good show, and I will mm. not apologize for having good taste. Instead of me getting triggered, I outsourced it to someone who I knew would also be upset about it, and I'm very happy with this decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this has been a fun episode. Carry on. I'm done. Okay. So, yeah. Well, Jacob, do you have any final thoughts on the Ballad of Bad Beard? Yeah, I had a couple things written down, uh, funny moments. Uh, So, so we got closure on the Buford wanting to run someone's underpants up the flagpole (laughs) a bit. Um, My my favorite bit of the episode was when uh, the grandpa's about to sing the song and he's like, Does anybody here have a concertina? Buford, I know you have a concertina. Buford just has a concertina. That was, yeah. that was that was my favorite bit. Um, at one point, there's like some joke and I didn't write this down. I really should have. But it's like, oh, why is it called that? And then the grandfather oh, goes yeah. into the joke about why like a body of water is called a lake. Yeah. And I laughed so hard at that joke. Yeah, I felt I, a little embarrassed. I wrote that one down too. It's like, why why is it called Bad Beard Lake? And he's like, well, it's a lake. It's, surround, it was, it's a body of water surrounded by land. He's like, no, the bad exactly. beard part. <laughs> yeah but yeah if anyone has nothing else to add well he, we can take a quick musical interlude um as jacob balances an id badge on his nose um and we will be right back after this musical interlude <gasps> arg, 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 arg. this is the ballad of bad beard arg, 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 arg. this is the ballad of bad beard We're sailing for the Isle of Spleen to search for the treasure of Bad Beard. I'm feeling sick. You're looking green. We search for the treasure of Bad Beard. We'll plunder and pillage. And use the map. And all refuse to take a bath. We seek adventure and romance. I'm running out of underpants. This goes to haunt the cave and worse. It's guarded by a pirate's curse. Why do my nostrils whisper to me? Arg, 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 arg. This is a ballad. 
And we are back, everyone. Will has now brought a hat into the room. While we're balancing things, I'm going to try and balance this hat on my head. Let me try to balance which, this game, which boy. Which sounds, sounds like I'm just wearing a hat. But no, the hat is upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see because I was balancing an idea on my nose. And I really were, I was thinking you were just wearing the hat. But now I like that we're all participating. <laughs> What book are you balancing on your head? Me? Oh no, not me. What, do you have a book on oh, your head? No, she, I have a Game muted. Boy. That's why. That's why I was like, "What?" Navi's got a book. Navi, Navi, you're muted, but I want to know what book so badly. Oh, it is called uh, "Do Not Say We Have Nothing" by Madeline Theon. It is a Canadian author. Nice. I'm upset. It should have been Ella Enchanted. <laughs> It should have been. Uh, I'll see if they have Ella Enchanted at my local library. We love that. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna add some things to our rankings uh, and feedback. So, who's taking us through? Uh, that would be moi. I'll go through feedback first. Um, so we had a couple of emails. Uh, first off, we have the huge uh, from Giovanni. And he writes, just a second, as I pull it up here, who is, who was the worst driver at first? Candace and Tipton. Well, I, I think it's very, Candace is definitely the better driver here. Agreed. Uh, she can do everything in park where London is, is calling the, the gear shift the Prindle. But that's genius. <laughs> I honestly, London's a game changer. I call, I still call it the Prindle. Yes, me too. I don't even know what it's really called. Is it a gear shift? Yeah, it's called the Prindle. Please. Um, she also does slam into the wall of the hotel, but like pulls a Stephanie Tanner. Yeah, <laughs> a two-time event caused by Stephanie Tanner, but yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. I think Candace is the better driver, but London is the bigger game changer in terms of the driving. The, the answer for for worst. TV character learning to drive though is obviously Tina Belcher from from Bob's Burgers. My, mm-hmm. This might be my favorite scene in all of Bob's Burgers is when Tina's learning how to drive, and they're in an empty parking lot except for one car is in this parking lot, and Tina's trying to drive, and she's just like, oh, and she hits the one car that's that's in the em- otherwise empty parking lot. And it, it's a funny scene. It's my favorite scene of that show. I've never seen Bob's Burgers. Um, a huge Bob's Burgers person, so I did not know the scene, but my sister almost oh, did I'll something very scene. similar. Uh, she was driving around a, uh, a parking lot with no cars in it. It was like the high school parking lot after, uh, after hours. And she like, for some reason, decided she wanted to drive up next to the curb and then just went on top of it and just like started like having the car scrape below and there was like a massive parking lot next to her. I will watch this after the show. This yeah. clip that Will sent us. It's and it's my favorite clip from that show. Love that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think any other bad fictional drivers. Well, I mean, the, the Flintstones, they don't drive, they just run. But um, I don't think that would do well. Um, yeah. I can't think of any. Yeah, I feel like I feel like bad driving doesn't come up a ton. Like mm-hmm. it, it seems like a trope that's used a lot, but when I'm trying to think of like bad driving examples, I just like I can't think of many. Yeah, same. 
I feel like a lot of shows probably take place in New York, though. Like, and that's probably like why. Um, mm. Maybe and like if they're in LA, they probably don't drive a lot because of highways. Um, but who knows? Yeah. Um, Navi, what else do we have for feedback? Yeah. Well, Giovanni also writes that uh, speaking of London, her actress Brenda Song is still working for Disney, voicing uh, the main lead in an anim- animated series called amphibia which i highly recommend you watch if you haven't already the series is picking up momentum um yeah i would definitely be willing to check that out it's just that you know my backlog is very full yeah i need to do the outhouse first but uh is it momentum or memento (laughs) (laughs) yes the the animated disney show based on the christopher nolan movie i love it Oh, I forgot to mention with Sarah that the another news that broke today, uh, Kristen Wiig and who's the other girl from Barb and Star uh, go to the Margot Lago or whatever. Not, not, not Margot Lago. Uh, Vista Bar- Del Mar? Vista Del Mar. Barb and uh, Star. Go to Vista- they're going to do a Cinderella stepsister live action movie. Anna Mamola. Anna Mamola. I know her. Annie Mamola. Sorry. Annie Mamola. Anyways, yeah, no, I uh, the amphibia we can do we can do that re- that watch after we finish fading some fair. I'm down. Oh, we gotta do, we gotta do Milo Murphy's Law before we do that. True, anything. true. Um, what else we got? Well, we got feedback from a new listener, Elizabeth, oh. and she's saying that she's loving the podcast. So glad you finally got on Apple Podcasts, and she loves Phineas and Ferb and is a mega super duper fan and is hardcore fangirling over the podcast well thank you so much elizabeth thank you so much elizabeth and there's a chance that she's no longer listening to this episode because we were such a hot mess but we if you're still with us we love you (laughs) (laughs) jacob had a big reaction to that feedback though oh i'm so glad that this is on apple podcast like my life has changed from the fact that i don't have to open up spotify and i know it sounds small but oh it is so nice so elizabeth and i right there with you have you listened to every episode uh i'm catching up did you know that i've missed a terran live feed for the first time ever oh wow Uh, why i didn't listen to the thursday one i don't know i just was like so busy i forgot to listen and like i almost teared up because i've never missed one before (laughs) i had that record until big brother 20 started and i was working at a summer camp and i was not going to put in the time to listen to every single update well, I'm later. about to go back and listen to yesterday's, even though I listened to today's, just for just for posterity. Um, Why did, anyway, you, did it just not drop an Apple Podcast and you missed it or something? Or I I do not know like where where the failure was, but it's very sad. Is, how empty is your podcast feed? Like, do you like? Is it pretty empty? Because mine is like goes so far down. Okay, good. Oh no no no! I I have like so many uh, podcasts that I'm behind on, but like I always put the live feed updates first okay yeah anyways do we have any other feedback besides from our our number one stands giovanni and elizabeth uh giovanni just tweeted us uh from from the tweet you put out whenever we started the show is ballad of bad beard the wackiest episode of the whole series uh is it the wackiest so far even i'll 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 just see if it's the wackiest so far let me look Uh, at some it, the 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 whole like uh psychedelic trip of it does does lend a lot to the wackiness yeah mm-hmm. um i think tree to get ready is pretty wacky yeah 
but uh, yeah, there, I mean, this is definitely up there in 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 wackiness. Magnificent View is kind of wacky. That one is also very wacky. You, you don't very often see a cattle drive in the mall. In the mall. In the mall. Um. Yeah, I'm, I think this might be one of the wackier ones for sure. Journey of the Century of Canada is also a little wacky. That's pretty wacky. Oh, it's about time. That's another wacky one. Um, big fan of that one, but yeah, yeah, this might be this might be um, the wackiest one so far. Yeah. All right. Well, if that's all the feedback we have, we can get into the rankings. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know if the two of you saw that I started. Uh, a google doc yeah i i will get my stuff added in there eventually. no rush at all but yeah i have my list ready and then we can tier them later but um no fireside badges right nope right yeah, yeah. I, think, I think i think we gotta we gotta like come up with names for the tiers i think i think like s through a through f is like uh boring we gotta have names for these tiers yeah We'll think about that. Yeah, we'll think about it. Um, it I should be know. Christopher Nolan movies in the order that we like them. <laughs> but the first and last one have to be Memento. But where, do, where does Harry <laughs> Potter go? Right in the middle. What about oh, Harry Potter? Where do we put the Harry Potter movies? Columbus. <laughs> you have them, you're like, oh, this is such a Memento, memento tier episode, and okay. you can't tell whether it's good or bad. <laughs> what about what about the Nina, the Pins, and the Santa Maria tiers? I don't know about that. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't want to. I don't want to give the, the the Christopher Columbus any any credit. See, I don't know if you noticed the colors that we um, that I put, but I'm the orange yellow one because I'm the I'm not just weirdo like Phineas who's like kind of out there. Will is the green because he's like normal and very like straightforward and like a smart human who like gets shit done. And then I'm just like the, the wacky sidekick. Ever called me normal. And then Navi is. Candace, because she's the iconic scream queen who ha- is like bold okay. and iconic. And I'm just you like, you say this all the time. I, I feel like you you say all the time that Navi is like the Candace, and then Navi's like, no, I'm not like Candace. <laughs> not That's not Candace. People tweet us, tweet us. Am I a Candace? I think I think because you're loud, iconic, and amazing. Am I that loud? No, but the stop it ring lives rent free in my head. The stop, no. That sounds. Up. I don't, I don't think. Normalize mommy. <laughs> Normalize mommy. <laughs> oh, true. I forgot my mission. Yeah, I don't think that that you are the Candace. I think. Yeah, I, I think that you're not you like Isabella. Then you don't like crap on fun. Uh, you have like bad opinions about Cusco's. Uh, no, I don't. I have the correct. <laughs> you know who? You know who Navi is. Navi is 100% Jeremy Johnson. <laughs> May, late most to Stacy, uh, but I don't know. Maybe she's too yeah. cool. I can't be Stacy. No, you, you could be the coolest Stacey character. Stacy and Jacob can be Candace. Who you keep Jacob? <laughs> you keep Jacob in check. <laughs> Perfect. Jacob is definitely DB. <laughs> I don't think Jacob knows who DB is. With the hair. Yeah, with the hair. You said Dee Dee, and for some reason, my first thought was that you said Susie. Dee Dee from Dexter's the Susie. Yeah. At first, I thought that you meant King Dee Dee Dee. I was a little offended because I didn't get it. 
and i was like that's that's just seems rude though yeah um but yeah what were we talking about rankings. the rankings literally so, why don't, this podcast has what, gone so off the rails yes uh well why don't we start off with the uh, i know what we're doing today's and we have two of those we have the pirate and we have the monster truck rally so why don't we start off with the monster truck rally uh felipe where do you have that one you're right the monster truck rally i think i would rather am i riding the monster truck or am i watching the monster truck because phineas and Ferb didn't really ride the monster truck mm, that is that is a big distinction like as if i was riding the monster truck i'd probably put it right on a race car but if i was right into a wall <laughs> call me out um if i was watching here. the monster truck rally i'd probably put it under cows so that's i don't know where either of those things oh, actually i do know where either of those <laughs> things are on your list you gave us your list yeah um i think because it was candace uh, i think i'll put monster truck right under a race car It'd just be like keep it thematically okay um at number it's 10 number 10 for you yeah between race car and shrink sub I, so I had the Monster Truck Rally mid to low, and it's because I thought it was I was watching the Monster Trucks, and I didn't think I could deal with the, the, the noise of it all. I, I don't like loud things. Um, so I had it at 16 right below the circus. Uh, but if I'm driving the Monster Trucks, I might put it up to like 12 right, right under the, the shrinking submarine. I think I'll leave it here. I'll leave it here at 16. That was my, my first gut reaction. Number 16 for Monster Trucks. Navi, what about you? All right. So I put Monster Truck at number 10 underneath race car for the same reason is because like I've experienced it and I just would bring a book with me and hopefully earplugs this time <laughs> so that I wouldn't have to listen to the Monster Truck rally. It sounds like, it sounds like you're putting books at number 10 and not yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. everything at number 10 at this point. Everything um, below this is worse than a book, which like is fair. <laughs> books are good, but I love that your list now has books. <laughs> Basically, both race car and monster truck are basically just books back to back. Jacob, if you were uh, doing a ranking or just give us your general opinion, like what did you think about the monster truck rally? Is this something you would participate in or try to, you know, in like create for yourself? Yeah, I think unless I'm looking at the uh, face of James's father, then it's probably pretty low tier for me. I I don't really like have a ton of appeal. Maybe like. It's probably even too loud to listen to podcasts, so I can't even catch up on my cue. So I'd say it's like probably low, low tier. Not like the lowest tier, but low tier. All right, makes sense. How about we go into the innators? Wait, 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 we didn't do pirates. Oh yeah, we did. Okay, well, I'll start then. I put pirates at number 17 above camping because it's slightly better than camping. Uh, and I, but I'd rather have a thumb war or witness one. I don't know. <laughs> you would rather witness a thumb war? Look, I, I don't like actually participating in things. Mm-hmm. I just like observing from the sidelines, if you can't tell, from my okay. rankings. And that is reflected in my rankings. So, uh, yeah, that's my uh, criteria. Will, where, where do you have uh, pirates? Uh, so I, I have this pretty high. I have this at number seven. It's, it's right below uh, Finadroids and Furbots. 
and it's it's in the tier that that kind of have the other uh, amusement park rides. So it's it's right there, right above the haunted house and right above the roller coaster. Um, do, I, I think there's the aspect of it that felt very much like the the Disney World Pirates of the Caribbean ride. There's the the like adventuring slash puzzle solving aspect of finding the treasure. I think that's very very fun. I I put that at number seven. This is this is pretty high tier. Yeah, this is very high tier. At first, I put it at five below Beach and Swinter, but I think because it's just so fantastical and like, I would definitely want to do like a pirate adventure, go across like an ocean with my friends and like, like go in this cave thing. I don't know. This like looks a ton of fun. So I think I'm going to put it uh, at number two, honestly, above tree houses. Uh, this was just like so much fun, just above under time travel, but I just love pirate stuff. Like, Maybe I, it's between space and pirates for like my favorite kind of like stuff. Even though I've never actually like, I don't remember much of the first Pirates of the Caribbean and I haven't watched a ton of them either, but I love pirate shit. Um, they just seem fun to watch and like swashbuckling adventures and like being on the sea and space pirates would probably be my jam. Well, maybe if I were on psychedelics and became like the top <laughs> maybe it would be higher. <laughs> would, would all of you uh be in my pirate crew oh you know why i love pirates because i watched a lot of peter pan as a kid there is no way that i would be on your pirate crew why i would not? be on i would be on will or navi's pirate crew but if i was <laughs> on your pirate crew you would throw me overboard i, I know i need oh, all the help uh, i can no you would throw me no overboard. i would not i would not throw you I overboard think aj would throw you overboard aj would that, definitely throw AJ, you overboard. aj's never kicked me out of a clubhouse aj yes, and he I has. are simpatico no, no way he no. has definitely moved you to he the has office. definitely kicked no you way out. he definitely no way. Did. felipe you have yeah i did uh, absolutely navi has too i haven't uh, aj was like aj has AJ i don't kick people definitely. off AJ, if the only you people say, I kick off is Felipe because uh, uh, he's family at this point. I'm allowed to. Mm-hmm. See, Jacob, you're not family. I know you would kick me off your boat. I would be on. I would be would a crewmate on boat. any I, other captain ship. Jacob, who am I gonna get to do the math ship for me? Will and who else? I need That's you to do you the need. math ship. No, I'm I, redundant already. You no, just you told me I'm redundant. <laughs> Will is a math major. There's no. There's no. You would be my financial advisor. On a ship? What do you yes. need me there will for? We, I can't trade stuff on a ship. You do need uh, administration. It's on the a definition ship. of pirating is trading shit on like going to ports and stealing shit and plundering <laughs> and getting financial things. Fine. I accept my role. And if you kick me off, I will no, take you maybe down. Maybe I will make you clean clean the poop deck every once in a while. But <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I would come up with an innator for it. So I'd be I'd be golden. Yeah. Golden like the, the treasure, but um, yeah. honestly, we all know that I'd be the Peter Pan, and Jacob could be like the John. Will would be the Michael. And no, I would legitimately be Captain Hook. You would be Captain Hook, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I'm not proud Will of has it. the mustache for Captain Hook, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Can you grow a mustache like Will's? Uh, give me 10 months. Okay. Um, yeah, Navi, where are we going next? Well, uh, since I already talked about it here, why don't we do the innators? Um, we just had the um, the one innator of this episode, right? Or yeah, I didn't know if the the haunted cave of the old sea hag would count. Yeah, but if um, Susan and Susan were innators, I would put them at number one. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm fine with just going with the the monster truck innator, the monster truck away innator slash 
the the monster trucks. Mm-hmm. So the monster truck awayinator is what we're calling it. Well, that's what it's called. Yeah, no, I just need it for my notes. Uh, yeah, yeah, the the monster truck awayinator slash the the monster truck monster. Plan. I th- I think it's all part of the same thing. He he really invented like three things in this episode. Okay, um, I know where I'm putting mine. I'm putting mine at the monster. Uh, I don't know if I'm putting it above. I think I might put it above Meltonator sixty five thousand. Um, do I put it above the Poopinator? Do I put it above the Voicinator? I don't know where I'm putting it. Will you go first? Yeah, I have this at number six. I have it uh, right behind the copy and pasteinator uh, because I think that one was very funny. Of of he just got people to go stand in line for him. Um, but uh, it's it's in that the same uh, little group with the things where he invented something to get rid of one specific thing. Uh, so it's it's right above uh, the Shrinksphere, the Space Laserinator, and the Destructinator. Uh, all mm-hmm. those are right next to each other but the the monster truck awayinator is what was the shrinksphere again like what was its intention just remind me it shrinks it shrunk all of the musical instruments that start with b oh i forgot about that oh that might be high i I, this will definitely need revisions later but at the moment i put it number three right under the copy and paste in there because one reason and one reason wrong it brought us the baby alien mabby So I have the monster truck awayinator. How about we take guesses? Where did I put the monster truck awayinator? Last place. Wait. No. 20th. Above uh, the slaveinator and something else. Uh, You put it above some things that don't have the nader in the name. (laughs) Okay. I have it at number three between the make up your mind inator oh. and the space laser inator. If I could oh. just get rid of the monster trucks, then it would be the perfect uh, place to read my book. Yeah. So- <laughs> <laughs> Makes you, perfect sense. You have sense. one purpose. It's to read Ella Enchanted <laughs> again. Navi, honestly, I, I should put you in touch with my friends, Dan- with my friend Danielle and her co-host Izzy. They do a summer, uh, they, no, not summer, they do a book podcast, a uh, trashy romance novel podcast if you ever want to join them i feel like you'd be Ooh. a great guest i don't tr- read trashy romance novels i know you but don't but you read books so <laughs> i read books maybe i would indulge in one over the summer maybe. i feel like i could convince her to do like ella uh, no she do- they just do romance novels not like they do want to do smutty summer though that's their plan oh. Um, oh if they do smutty summer can i uh um give a suggestion for a series is it john cena sexy high school adventure <laughs> well that's a visual novel but there is this uh, <laughs> and that's the only reason why things? it wouldn't work yeah it wouldn't work there is this one series i forgot what it's called i think it's called uh, ice men something i forgot filibuster while i look for it it's like amazing okay would you want to be on that podcast yeah i would be down for that she has a suggestion for smutty summer. It's a good thing that uh, uh, when Phineas and Ferb invented their summer clothes, it wasn't smutty Can summer. Can I ask a question? <laughs> As adults. It'd be a much more fun series if it was. Okay, I, I figured it out. It's called Ice Planet Barbarians. It's about <laughs> a bunch of blue alien people kidnapping a bunch of human women into sex trafficking and then somehow romance happens and there's like apparently a lot of poorly written sex scenes in it and they should oh, check no. it out <laughs> they should it has like a 
bajillion sequels. Like it's a long running thing. Ice Planet Barbarians. I am deceased. Booktube is obsessed with it. And by booktube, I mean like two booktubers have talked about it, but. <laughs> um, I, had a, I had a point, I had a question that I was gonna, oh yeah. As adults, who would be who would be the biggest fuckboy in the Phineas and Ferb universe, or or a fuck lady? Hmm. Like who'd be the Probably biggest Phineas. player? Vincent no. kind of has that energy, but I feel yeah, like no, Ferb no, Phineas, Phineas wouldn't Phineas wouldn't be a player because Isabella is simping over him too hard. <laughs> Ferb would have Paul, I think. He would Paul. Yeah, but I don't know if he'd be like a fuckboy. He's like a little too reserved for that role. Yeah. Oh, he's a hundred percent the guy that doesn't that ghosts. He's like he doesn't care enough to like, unless it's Vanessa, then he'll simp. But I think Jeremy Johnson would be a player, a fuckboy. Poor Candace. I, he's he's too dumb for it. <laughs> That's they. Yeah. Not to say Jeremy's too nice to be a. Flopper. Yeah. He's a he's a total himbo. Send us your feedback on this question. Nahi, where are we going next? Because my computer's going to die soon. So we have to like at least wrap up the podcast. Okay, why don't we go into our song rankings here? So uh, where would you put the uh, Monster Truck Girl song? Let's go back to Felipe. I don't know. What is order even? Um, Monster Truck song? I need to think. I think uh, Truck Driving Girl, is that what it's called? Yeah, yeah Truck Driving Girl. Oh, that's the episode. My bad. I was like, what? Uh, uh, truck driving girl. One good scare. Oh, I don't know. I have to think about it. It's pretty low for me. Yeah. I, I have it at number 19 out of 27. I have it just above like uh, Hemoglobin Highway and he's Bigfoot. It's, it's starting to get into the tier of like songs I don't super well care for. Um, I think this like, one's a little it's, higher it's, than that tier it's for me. Fine, it's fine, but but I I'm not like excited whenever I hear it. That's for me, I put it at 19 for similar reasons. It's the top of that kind of like it's the bottom of like the banger tier or the the mid banger tier. The the absolute bops are at the top. Then there's like bangers, and then this one is kind of like the like the sleeper. They're okay. They're good. I'll jam, but they're not like great. And then there's like a lower tier that's like eh. Uh, but this is like 19, right under one good scare out to do it. And above Shimmy Jimmy. Jacob's like, what the fuck is Shimmy Jimmy? No, I like uh, I think I know most of these songs. I think that, that like it's definitely a skip on Spotify if if yeah. like that's what you're into. Is like listening to these songs, like you Speaking just of you hit skip. Skip on Spotify. I sent I told Jacob I was listening to one of his favorite songs this when he completely left me on red. What was it? The duel of the fades. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I did not no, mean I'm to kidding. do that. It's okay. No, I'm literally joking. I don't care. Like, I was like, this is such a stupid thing. He's he, he, Why am I sending this to him? And then it's like, oh, wow. Okay. It is a great song. It is. Uh, Navi, what about you? So I have it at number 15 between uh, one good scare ought to do it and he's Bigfoot. I probably It'd probably be lower after I do some readjustments adjustments because backyard beach is at number 17 and looking back on it that should definitely be higher honestly think the is it the she's candace song the one that's in the second episode for her birthday Uh, yeah she's candace is is the dream song yeah yeah the dream song candace's dream song i would probably put that higher as well Mm -hmm. i just think it's a better song um but yeah that's about it for that one 
Where will we put the pirate song? Uh, I put it right above He's Bigfoot, kind of in that same thing. So 22, under Go Phineas Go, and over He's Bigfoot. Under uh, Go Phineas Go? Wow. Okay. I can remember the chorus for that one. Go Phineas Go. The, it, it's all chorus. Exactly. There's no other lyrics. Yeah. And he can remember all of them. <laughs> it is two <laughs> words. You, the song is two words. Yeah, it's like what someone would say at a pep rally. I've always said that before, but I think it, it is worth like lightning energy. <laughs> that, that song's going to be toward the bottom for me uh, forever. That's fine. Uh, I you know everyone likes what they like I guess. I have I have Ballad of Bad Beard at sixteen. Um, it's it's in my it, it's I think it, it was going to be much lower had they not played the longer version of the song, but with the 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 part that reminded me of the Disneyland ride, uh, I have it right at the bottom of my tier of I probably wouldn't skip this on Spotify. Anything below this on the list is is definitely a skip. That's a good that's a good line to have just to know like what's skippable and what's not. Mm-hmm. It's a good uh, thing you brought up. Thank you, thank you for adding to our ranking. Yes, that's what I'm here to do. I'm I'm happy it'll be used and uh, the the Nolan ranking system as well. I'm glad that'll also get used. <laughs> oh, who knows if that will? Navi, what about you? <laughs> Where do you have this song? Go Phineas Go is a memento song for both me and Felipe, but for different reasons. <laughs> <laughs> so I have the Ballad of Blackbeard at number 14 between uh, Mom's Birthday Song and uh, One Good Scare Do It. Uh, it's below the theme song, which I think is like the baseline, like replacement level theme, and then everything below it is just kind of like whatever. And so yeah. it falls in that category. And I don't, I don't know. I need more time to marinate on it. All I, I, I don't know. Every time I look at my rankings, I'm like, I'm Lindana and I want to have fun as way too low. I need to fix that. The mom's birthday song is so good. I'm not a sentimental person, I guess. I sang that for my mom after nearly burning down the house, trying to make her brownies on her birthday. <laughs> mm-hmm. And like, we both were crying because it was so sweet. Yeah, I, I thought you were gonna say you almost burned down the house with your with your bonfire. Oh, I thought you no. were gonna say you almost burned down the house with your singing. <laughs> you are giving me a lot more credit than I should have, but I appreciate it. Yeah, the the mom's birthday song. I think I have it like number seven. It's it's very cool. high for me. Yeah. Maybe I'm just a cold hearted biatch. I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, a cold hearted snake. <laughs> All right, uh, well, let's wrap it up here with the uh, episode rankings. So, Will, where would you put the uh, episode A, the, um, the Monster Truck episode? Yeah, I both, these. Both, of, both of these are, are kind of like mid-level quality B- B-tier episodes for me. So I have, I have the first half, It's a Mud, 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 Mud World at number 12. Uh, right below One Good Scare Ought to Do It, and I have The Ballad of Bad Beard at number 10, uh, right above One Good Scare Ought to Do It, and right below I, Robot. Felipe, what about you? 
I have It's a Mud, 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 Mud World. Uh, below the Magnificent Few, above Are You My Mummy at 17. Um, and then the second one, I kind of wanted to put it right above Get That Big Foot Out of My Face, but I definitely think it's a little better than I Brew About and Runaway, Runway. So I put it at 12 between One Good Scare, Ought to Do It and Runaway, Runway. Um, I think the Runaway one, Runway had a really fun dupe insurance plot, but this one had a fun plot for both. And Zebra is iconic. Lives rent free in my head, as Jacob would say. All right. So both of Jacob, these do you are... have thoughts about where these would go? Just tier wise? Yeah. I, no, I think that they're both like solid second tier episodes. Like, I, I don't think either of them are like the best of the episodes, but like mm-hmm. they're both quite good to wear together as a pair. I'm like very happy that I watched these. Yeah, th- these are d- just looking looking in total. It seems like a lot of the ones where we have like some are really good episodes are paired with episodes that are not so good. Yeah. Uh, and this is one of them on, on my rankings for sure, where the, the, if you were, if you were to rank the pair together, it's, it's one of the strongest pair. Yeah. yeah. Navi, where would you rank? Is she frozen? She yeah. She froze. Navi, we miss you. Honestly, this Winnipeg Wi-Fi. <laughs> the Winnipeg Wi-Fi. That's a great hashtag. Yeah. If you get to this point in the podcast, please hashtag Winnipeg Wi-Fi. Hashtag Winnipeg Wi-Fi. And still normalize mommy. We're hashtag still doing normalize it. Mommy. Is Linda We're a mommy? On that. Linda's a mommy. She said mommy in the episode. I don't know if anyone caught that. Linda's a mommy. Charlene's a mommy. Linda literally said mommy's busy, Candace. Or whatever. <laughs> Ooh. I love it. Okay. Am I back? Yes. yes. Tell us where you have uh, this episode. Okay, so both of these episodes are in uh, my top 10. Uh, It's a mud, mud, mud world is at number nine. And the pirate episode is number eight. The main reason why is because I think I mentioned it at the top of the podcast that I thought these were great Candace episodes. And the reason Mm. why is because I think that the Candace stuff for me personally, where she's like, mom, trying to bust them was getting kind of old. And so it was very refreshing to see her not be as into busting them. And like her in the second part of the episode where she's just like how high out of her fucking mind was hilarious for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. and like on top of that, the Diefenschmerz plots for both episodes were pretty good as well. So that just kind of put it over the top. I just like how refreshing both of the episodes were yeah. in comparison to some mm-hmm. of the other ones. That's why they're as high as they are. I, I always like when they break from the formula. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we've discussed this as a trio. But for me personally, it's always Doofenshmirtz, Candace, Phineas and Ferb, the stuff that interests me the most in like a general episode. Sometimes they'll like rotate for specific ones, but that's usually like my enjoyment of the plots. Do the two of you agree? And then Jacob, you can also add your opinion. I think I probably like the Doofenshmirtz stuff the most. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I think I agree. <laughs> okay. And I something I forgot to mention in talking about the episode, the, the Phineas and Ferb wiki, when it talks about like, the the references and allusions to other things um it's it says that the uh um candace tripping on the on the moss is is supposed to be a reference to the avatar episode where Sokka drinks the cactus juice uh which i don't know if i don't think i agree with that no those are just two those are just two times that characters are right. like out of their mind. That's that's a terrible take. Yeah, the the, the wiki is uh, 
unreliable very often. Yeah. Oh, you don't. But say I it. do. I do like the crossover. <laughs> yeah. Um, do we have any final thoughts on this batch of episodes? Memento. Oh, I have a lot of thoughts about mm-hmm. Memento and Prestige, but that's another two hours. Okay. They were uh, great. Jacob, yeah. thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you, Jacob. Where can people keep up with you? They can follow me on Twitter at JK Redman, and they can go over to the Brazilian Dragons podcast where Felipe and I talk about Scooby 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 Doo <laughs> and all of those uh, those fun little films. And yeah, that's what I do. Yes. So. And what's something pop culture wise that you want to plug? Like something you've enjoyed recently, pop culture or podcasty or books um, or video games hmm. or movies or TV shows? I listened to a 99% Invisible episode, which is a great podcast about design, about how we'll never know how dinosaurs actually looked. And it blows my mind when I think about it. So everyone should think about that, how dinosaurs are just guesses. They're drawn without any fat or feathers or anything like that. If you look at animals, how they're actually drawn, like today, how they would draw dinosaurs, they're just like wild. So people should think about that and then have their mind blown. Damn. Navi, what about you? Where, where can people keep up with you? People can keep up with me on Twitter at Cause I'm Navi and also at, Club, uh, at Clubhouse as well at Cause I'm Navi. Pretty much anything. I'm pretty sure I go by Cause I'm Navi. Very consistent branding. Um, as for pop culture plugs, uh, I mean, I read this book. I kind of plugged it earlier. Do Not Say We Have Nothing by Madeline Thean. Pretty good read so far. I'm at chapter four. It's a chonky boy. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's about it for pop culture plugs. I've been a dirty, filthy weeb again this week and been watching a lot of anime. Uh, so yeah, that's about it. William. Yeah, uh, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Davis, comma, Will. Um, my other podcast, Everyone and Their Brother. We just did an episode that kind of turned into a two-part episode where we were doing uh, Mount Rushmore's of different like breakfast topics. So we did the the Mount Rushmore of cereals and breakfast drinks, and and the one that's about to come out is is like breakfast foods and brunch foods. Uh, we talked a lot about the history of cornflakes. That is weird. John Cutt is <laughs> a weird fucking dude. Um, pop culture wise, I I just watched a, a cool two part episode of Avatar: The Last Airbender that I'm, I'm watching Avatar for the first time. Uh, and I want to give a shout out to one of my favorite TikTok creators. Uh, his name's Straw Hat Goofy. And he does a lot of like movie analysis about different movies. And especially he, he does a lot of stuff about MCU movies and has been doing like several videos of analysis every time WandaVision or Falcon and the Winter Soldier releases something new. Um, and I really, I really enjoy his movie takes and his, his pop culture takes. Fun, fun. And then as for me, you can listen to me. Follow me at what the fleep on Clubhouse. I'm what R-H-E fleep because I didn't, I clicked submit and they don't let you change your Clubhouse name. And even though I what emailed them, it fleep. still hurts me. Um, I'm always on there uh, with Navi and AJ and sometimes Jacob and soon hopefully Will. Um, and yeah, Brazilian Dragon, we did a Stuck in the Suburbs podcast that I dropped this week. Great Naomi Calhoun. And then uh, a Scooby-Doo podcast with Lisa from Survivor New Zealand and Jacob, uh, which drops on Monday. Um, and we have other stuff going on over there. Uh, uh, what have I been... Uh, you know what I'm going to plug? Naomi Calhoun, Mike Whiter's Robbed, 
season finale drops tonight on uh, Twitter. You go check it out and on any podcast feed. And she's going to be talking uh, with Peridium. Yay! Wow. Uh, yeah, I'll just a big get. Podcast, uh, and give her the love. Um, it is a big get. Uh, Will, quickly, before we hop off, uh, what do you have to plug for next week for our podcast? What do we- uh, next week, we are talking about season one, episode 14. Dude, we're getting the band back together with the great Jason Curtis Rivera. Uh, I preemptively bought Calypso brand lemonade just for this podcast. Um, it's going to be fun. Yeah, he's actually, well, we can talk about it more, but he's the inspiration for this podcast even existing. Yeah. Um, I did also want to plug the Spider-Man 3 Junior Edition novel. Piece. <laughs> that is, no. I also read that. Um, no. Yeah. Um, anyways, until next time, everyone, hashtag Winnipeg Wi-Fi. There was... Bye. There oh. was a moment. So there was there was a moment in in the show that made me think. So whenever Harry was fighting uh, Doofenshmirtz and he just left, and Doofenshmirtz is like, "Curse you, Perry the Platypus!" Blah blah blah. Should we end our podcast by saying "Curse you, Perry the Platypus"? Is that, a, that. is that a good sign off? Mm-hmm. We gotta find a good sign off one of these yes. days. That's, well, let's that's try it, it for let's now. Try it this week. Um, Curse you, Perry the Platypus, and you two can go. One is enough. Okay. That's it. Curse you, Perry the Platypus. Until next week, bye. We'll workshop it. I know you know what you're doing today. I know you know what you're doing. Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb. Candace gonna bust you if you...